Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. Severed Sons, everyone. It's not Halloween. It's the first uh, Sons of 2022. Let's see. Hang on, let's see. Wow. All right, so yeah. our firstborn son. Full moon. Hope you're enjoying your March. Yeah. So Probably. Happy yeah. Pi yeah. Day. Perhaps the Ides of March. Ooh. Beware. Have you or prepared for Arbor Day? Do your taxes. Do your taxes. Yeah, if you if you live in America, taxes. Be soon. planning your your pranks for April Fool's Day. <laughs> and we are a Frostmaiden actual play D and D podcast and improv comedy troupe. Yes, and we are excited to bring you tales of the frozen North in the everlasting rhyme. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master, and around the virtual table we have these comedians. Oh, well, first up, it's me. What's up? It's Paul. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Happy 2022. It's Ross. Hey guys, it's Blake. Nothing funny. Oh, me neither. <laughs> I'm Josh. Oh, Fuck I, 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 uh, what? I, you gonna know. Sk- I don't know. Were you going to skip me? I didn't know what It's okay, I've done it to Josh so many times. Was, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Zach. <laughs> fuck you. We're hey, a roast so now, now we're hating Zach. We're now mood. it's Zach's turn. They have an act. <laughs> She's had too much women's energy. <laughs> <laughs> we should give context. Slam the paper. That. <laughs> it's going to sound say really it. sexist. Uh, you're the ignorant Yeah, she's one. got too much of that woman energy. <laughs> For context, go find the tweet from January 17th and look at what Claire's holding up. <laughs> She's a little too alive tonight. <laughs> uh, my, uh, alive women's vitamins. Are we? Did we finish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Zach. 
I'm I don't know done. where we are. I'm done, yeah. Okay, then I'm Claire. <laughs> I take alive women's energy vitamins. <laughs> Good for you, Claire. We're looking for sponsorship. Good for you. If you too. To listen, anyone can be deficient in B12. Exactly. Currently, there is a Mercury retrograde and a full moon, the wolf moon. So the chaos is real. Any other things we need to talk about, please, God, no. You can't open the floor like that, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to talk about gluten-free Oreos, but we don't have time. Oh, fuck. They're not bad. Don't get me started. They're so good. If everyone is ready, let's begin tonight's episode of Separate Sons, episode 40, The Fury of Zardarok. Last time, you activated the Shield Guardian, which came to life, and speaking in the voice of a little child, introduced itself as Brittlemart, and called Trax its nurse, Glantz. Taking Spellex, the fake goblin chieftain, with you, you made a break for the encampment's entrance while Bran and Fang handled the goblin bowmen stationed on the walls and towers. Donar, you and Spellex outran the goblins as Spitz, Oak, Trax, and his new friend handled the ones that dared even come close to you. Regrouping on the tundra north of the mountain, you discussed strategy in approaching the Durgar Fortress, deciding to make camp in an area where you could observe the mountain range, looking for any sign of the Shardalan dragon. Taking Spitz's rope trails through the mountains, you arrived at the entrance of the fortress. While making plans on how to enter the fortress, you heard the unmistakable sounds of portcullis slamming into place behind the massive stone doors, which moments later creaked open. Bran stealthily approached, and you saw an elderly Duergar woman wearing a red-hooded cloak and standing behind the iron bars. She introduced herself as Grandolfa Mutzkart and told you that she would like to have words with you. Words. With us uh, or with Bran? Is that Hamlet? Can she see me? No, she said... I know you're out there. I would like to have words with you. I actually looked up the tape. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went to the tape. You we rolled it back. We were, like, we were also, rolled it back. Yeah, we would also like words. I got two of them. I got two of them for you. Fuck you. Fuck, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Right in the gray, hairy ass. <laughs> Through the um, portcullis, uh, you see this elderly woman... And she's standing there. There are two Duergar next to her holding heavy crossbows. They have them kind of like leveled at you, but not aimed. They're not like ready to fire, but they're like ready to pull if anything goes wrong. You see Bran, and Bran, you're the only one who really sees this right now. You see this little dragon that's sort of like on the ground next to her. And she's, it's moving. And it looks like, like a, the dragon looks like it has kind of like small wings on its back, but the whole dragon is made of this black, shiny substance. Grandolfa looks at you all and says, Please, no, no violence. I need to talk to you. Show yourselves. I know you're out there. Why don't you come out and have a chat with us? That would be tactically a disadvantage to me. Look, I, I, I get that you, you want to not, not have violence right now, but I feel like uh, we, we crossed that bridge uh, when you slaughtered uh, hundreds of people. Oh, that wasn't me. That was my suitor, Zardarok. Uh, can we see her? You can. 
Uh, I would, uh, Oak would immediately start, uh, his know your enemy. Well, if you move into the area, I'm sorry. If you move into the area in front of the doors, you can. Uh, then I'll, I'll say it now anyway. As soon as we can get eyes on her, or it also says interacting with another creature outside of combat. So maybe it still works, mm-hmm. but I want to know her AC and HP relative to mine. So I can, I can know if it's. Oh. HP, my HP is currently 67, so I would find out if she has more or less, and my AC uh, right now only holding my staff is 17, so I would know if it's more or less than 17. Okay. So if it's, your what's your current hit points in armor class? Uh, hit point 67, armor class 19. Or 17. Both or lower. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. While these conversations are happening, um, Fang... Hasn't said anything yet, but he he takes out his journal and starts rifling through it, uh, looking for a really specific page, uh-huh. and privately comes to the the page where he had written down all of like Kai's old diagrams for like how everybody uh, should stand in battle and whatnot, and silently he puts a a, a finger right at one. Two, like right between two labeled ambush defense and ambush flood that kind of like make him the center and everybody is like kind of crowded around Fang and we have like a very, we've used this before and he kind of points it out silently to whoever's next mm-hmm. to him and whoever's on the other side of him. Like as the conversation is happening, it's just kind of like subtly drawing people's attention to these two diagrams. Yeah, it looks like from the map right now, the battle map, that the closest people to you are Trax and um, the Tortle. Uh, then they will be first. Uh, he won't say anything. He'll just like make eyes and. Actually, uh, Josh, move yourself in front so you'd be able to see her because you need to be. Great. In front of yeah, the I was just about to say as he does that, if we could say that happened first, that Oak would yeah. use his uh, kind of staff as a walking stick to f- make it look difficult for him to get there, like he like he likes to do. Okay. Surely your uh, your fortress here is defendable enough. You also probably have uh, subordinates ready to carry on in case anything should happen to you. Well, perhaps. Oh, you don't want violence. Not here in the fortress. I need your help. Uh, I would imagine you would. Zardarok has gone quite mad seeing his dragon brought low and is down with his followers at the forge, trying to repair the thing to send it back out. He's doing this to try to to woo me, to earn my affection. And I'm honestly not interested. A kingdom above ground, the sun will come back. I don't know what trickery the gods have here on the surface. I have no interest in a kingdom above ground. I live in the Underdark. Are you in charge here? I am not in charge here. I am only a visitor. What's that little bit there? Brand points to the dragon. It's a gift. Oh, it's a it's a little um, pseudo-dragon made of chardelin. Some apparently the same material that the large dragon is made out of. It's a gift from, from Zardarok. We'll help you, but that thing's got to go, too. I'm fine with it. It's programmed to protect me. Um, Have you been thinking clearly around it? 
Quite so, yes. Can I insight check that? Yes, you can. Make an insight check. You kind of hit a catch-22 of, do, does someone know if they're not thinking? Clearly. If Never mind. You you go. Yeah. <laughs> she, you yeah. think that she is, she's speaking yeah. truthfully, as far as you know. I mean, she's... She, she thinks she, she is, says. yeah. Yeah. The, um, she says, the Mad King's followers are all downstairs. There's a few up here, but most of the guard up here are loyal to me. We can con- continue this conversation. I have dinner prepared. Uh, my followers in the room to your right um, spotted you climbing up the mountain, and they made me aware of your presence. Is Zodorak aware of our presence as well? He is not. I made sure of that. Will it stay that way? As long as you don't cause a big ruckus. I think you should maybe take dinner to go. I will be safe, no matter what. Especially in my chambers. (laughs) I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about us. Well, come join me for dinner, and we can talk. And this is a moment to prove my trustworthiness. And she motions... And you see, she actually claps because the person in the other room can't see her. She claps and you hear the portcullis, the chains start to lift and clank. And the portcullis lifts up. Miss every moment. Mutzkart. Mutzkart. Every moment we spend idly. They're down there working on that thing. Are they making progress? I believe it is nearly complete. Then there's no time for dinner now. Very well. But please, the fortress is yours to ransack as you wish. You will notice that some of my men, the collars of the Duragar, that um, army that Zardarok has under his command, his soldiers have collars that are buttoned all the way right over left is my men left over right is his men should be easy enough to spot you tell us that all of this is is due to uh unrequited love and then for him to to woo you you say oh it uh, is not anything about love it's more about power that that makes more sense I am the grand matriarch of quite a kingdom deep within the, the, the mountains in the underdark. Love or power. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe this makes it a little more simpler uh, with emotions uh, not part of the equation. But you know, I, I think you can agree that Xardarok will only acquire more sway the more power he receives and uh, he surely plans to create a kingdom above ground and this will only further uh, exacerbate his his desire to woo you and to take over your kingdom so I I think uh, that that leaves you with uh, what what would be in your best interest is to uh, help us overthrow him is there is there any any way that you can tell us how to Perhaps sneak up on him? Anything that we could use against him in in this coming fight that you know is inevitable? He does have several creatures called Quagoths who serve him. Monstrous beasts from the Underdark. Furry, white fur, nasty little creatures. He has quite 
a retinue downstairs. However, my men are mixed between them. If you strike a blow, don't be surprised to see a, um, one of my men, one of my retinue helping you. A turncoat, as you say. You say you control most of the guards up here? Not up here, um, above, yes, on, on, the, on this floor. Every, everyone else is downstairs. Tell them to douse the torches. Um, you, I believe that will not be possible because of the molten metal, which is in... Are we heading into a forge of some, some kind? Yes, yes. There is quite a bit of, of molten metal creating quite a lot of light and smoke. For, for uh, and you for- see, like, further into the fortress is that there's kind of like this thin layer of smoke that's kind of floating in the air, and it seems to get thicker as it goes past past the people that you see in front of you. Forgive me for sounding childish, but do your followers have a, a password of some sort, something we can say so they know besides a, a button? We tend to not trust one another. Zardarok recently took the captain, his own personal captain of the guard, prisoner, believing him to be a traitor, and is currently torturing him downstairs. We can't risk anyone finding out about... A well-kept secret, then. Well, enjoy your dinner. (laughs) We will check back with you when the job's done. It's flambéed intellect devourer. Please join me. It's quite delicious. Big ones or little ones? It's the, it's the small ones. There's actually like one for each of you. I believe we cooked enough. That I do. I do actually. I'm I'm very curious about that. Maybe later. Yeah, but put it in a box of some kind. Uh, so I'll have leftovers. Yeah, okay. Yes, please. Just save us some. We'll heat it up later. Donar is biting his tongue in the back about more about more than just the food. <laughs> Same. Um, please follow me inside. The forge is downstairs, just so you know. All right, Britomart, stay close. Okay. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Do you have a scarier <laughs> voice? Do you can you pretend pretend to scare? I don't um, mind it. I this is not personal. I just in case someone. I will kill you. That sounds great. Perfect. Lock it in. Just like Dragon Ball Z. That's great. Yeah, imagine both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As we walk through the door, Fang uh, takes a finger and does like a circle around him, and he positions himself in the middle of the group. Mm -hmm. Why are we stopping? Strategy. Oh, we're, we're 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 sorting out the plan. We're 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 going with the flow right now. We had a, we had okay. one idea and then we we changed it, but we're just kind of we're being flexible. We're being adaptable. But keep your guard up. Are her uh, personal door guards? Uh, do they remain in the room with us, or do they? No, they are they are walking with her. They're protecting her. They seem to be bodyguards more than soldiers. Or just gotcha. Um, Donar, because the last time he was here was. The- closest to death he's ever been oh yeah uh he's he's clammed up he's nervous he's not talking he's got it um the blood stain from the fight is still coating the, the kind of stones in this room so don't know, i was gonna take a look at that and um 
not saying anything, he's going to make note of all the exits and keep an eye on the door guards. Make an insight check. An insight check? You got it. Yeah. Fifteen. They would, the soldiers that are with her, would die for her. And they may. Yeah, sounds about right. That's true. Well, she's still ahead of us, right? We're following her? Yes. Um, as we fall behind her, I'll just loud enough so she can hear me. Um, are you taking us to the forge? Uh, no, I, I cannot be. I need to be safe behind closed doors. Then surely you can point us in the It right should direction. be easy to find. It should be easy to find. I insight check that. Because okay. I asked her a question and she did not answer it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, what's a five before modifiers? So can't be more than ten. With a ten, what is it exactly? Yeah, I'm telling. You. Oh, that's a, actually it's eleven. So because I have eleven. Six okay. Insight. Okay. Um, you get the sensation that she kind of wants you to blunder in and do as much damage as humanly possible. <laughs> Maybe we're planning on that. Can do. Could you point us at least to the stairs? There is an elevator uh, here. Uh, follow me into the main hallway. You're supposed to use stairs in case of emergency, though, not an elevator. There are no stairs here. Oh, oh that's it's tragic. just the lift. <gasps> that stresses me out. There's, go- <laughs> There's going to be an emergency. Everybody come into the uh, main hallway. Is I don't know which direction. Yeah, yeah which way is that? Left or right? Like north? Forward? Right here. Oh, yeah, you never got all the way Aha. north. Yes. No. Oh, neither yeah. did I, actually. Yay. Okay. We're doing she's, it. Uh, she's at this four-way intersection, and she points to the north, and she says, beyond those doors is the map room, and beyond the map room is Zardarok's personal bedroom. It's wild that we were only here, actually, in-game, what, like, a couple days ago? Yeah. <laughs> God, yep. like maybe three, three at the most, yeah. three or four. Fuck, most. Yeah. It was my first um, episode. <laughs> to the south, there is a, a elevator. Uh, however, there's also another elevator, second archway on the right. Uh, it leads to a room with another elevator. I like the way you say elevator. <laughs> elevator. 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 My room is here. And she's point. She walks down to the um, a door about about fifty feet down. I will ignore any sounds of fighting. Yeah, does it get dimmer the way the that roll twenty does here? Foggy, smoky. Maybe I put I put some. Yeah, it's getting a little bit more smog, smoggy. Got it. The air, like there's like a smoke kind of hanging in the air. It's probably that way because I put some. Oh, yeah, there's some torches along the walls here. Yeah, there's some torches. I put some torches out there, uh, and I meant to do more, but I didn't get around to it. That's all good. She's, there, there are, along the, these uh, hallways, these braziers with, like, rocks that are kind of, like, heated and glowing. So there's a little bit of light, but the smoke that's hanging in the air just kind of absorbs it a little bit, makes it kind of the air glow weirdly. Randolph looks at you all and says, good luck. Hold on, hold on really fast. Uh, question from the back. Donor's got his frying pan out and he's looking behind the group, just making sure no one's tailing us. Um, 
just real real quick before before you let us go here, can you tell us anything about the forces we can expect? Like uh, if we're talking numbers, if we're talking what they're armed with down there. There are a fuck ton of Durgar downstairs. So like seven? At least, yes. What kind of fighter is Zardarok? I believe he is a warlock who worship, worships Deep Duera. Who? I do not know who that is. Can I make a check on that? Make a religion roll if you want. Is that an insight check or no? It's a an uh, insight. Just just a just a no to see if I can figure out if I've heard anything. Yeah, make a religion roll. I'll make a religion roll. Could yeah, I? Maybe also you do should that? too. I was like, I don't actually know a lot of religion stuff, so let me try. Uh, it's a thirteen for Fang. Donar rolled a twenty-one. A yeah, Donar. <laughs> Donar just took proficiency in religion, so that's gonna Sheriff be Donar. Yeah. Oh wow! D- Donar must have been on uppers while he was in the religion <laughs> class that day. It's all Take coming back to me. <laughs> Deep Duera, or simply Duera, was the Duragar demigoddess of conquest, expansion, and psionics. Yeah, that makes sense. And was venerated by those dwarves skilled in, the inv- in mysterious invisible art. It is believed that Duera conquered an entire nation of mind flayers. All right. I don't like it. And I will ask you one more time, just in case anything might have jogged your memory. A weakness. Anything that we can use against, <clears throat> that we can use against Zardarok, his minions, or the Quagoths that you say are down there, or the dragon itself. On the emotional point, that could become a talking point, even. <laughs> Foot in the door. He is quite upset that his dragon was sent running back to the fortress with its tail between its oh, legs. Oh, boo fucking who? What if we told him we killed you? Ooh, I like it. Oh, that's that's juicy. I really like that. What, what, what do you think would happen? It would give you a chance to escape. There is an entrance I can take back to the Underdark, but I would like for the men who are loyal to me to be able to escape with me. Here's the thing. If you fail, he will believe anything I tell him. I can have one of my guards punch me in the nose and blame it on you. And he'll believe me that it was you who did this to me, and he will be furious. Of course, we are expendable. Very much so. As far as I'm concerned, you're here to do a job, and I am here to let you do it. For my benefit, and to keep this annoying cretin off my back. What does the lift look like? Did you go down into that uh, crossway? Like Bran the- will kind of backtrack a little bit. And okay, it's back it. here, and you have to go to the south. Uh, the lift, let me read this to you. So one of those Dark Souls lifts? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it a freight elevator? It is a, okay. Just a chain and a platform. <laughs> A floor-to-ceiling iron cage in the middle of the room contains an elevator shaft with chains running up and down away from it. The chains are in constant motion, and you hear loud mechanical noises higher up the shaft as and farther down as well. It appears the chain that the cage is really thick metal 
beams like really like crisscrossed with very little um, space in between them. And it looks like the, there's a mechanical door that will slide open when the lift gets to this floor. Do you wait around? Yeah, I'm just going to wait here and prod at this thing a little bit. About two minutes, you see this cage, like, box. Come and stop on this floor. You see, like, the door disconnect. There's nobody inside. You You can see enough through the holes in between the crisscross of the beams that you can see inside. It just, like, unhooks for a second, waits one minute, clink, hooks back, and then do-do-do-do-do starts rising into the air. Could we have some... Is she still here? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's about to leave, though. She's, like, trying to... She, she's like, my my, my dinner's getting cold. I'd like to leave. <laughs> she's, like, slowly backing <laughs> away out of the hall. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting before awkward. You, before you go, is there anything you can give us to... Maybe persuade him that we have slain you? Or would you be willing to shed some blood on a dagger, perhaps? She takes a dagger from her waist. Goes over to her Durgar friend, her Durgar guard, (laughs) slices his arm, and the Durgar barely flinches. Power move. (laughs) And then hands you the dagger. A beautiful knife. Will this do? Thank you. And I'll uh, put it carefully. I'll wrap it in something and put it carefully in a pouch. Does the blood look like... Well, I guess she's a Duragard, too. So, never mind. Yeah, it just looks, have, like, looks like blood. Types. Yeah, it's not like a weird purple <laughs> or anything like that. It's just the blood. Just blood. Bran's gonna whistle just to kind of signal, get everyone's attention. Okay. Spitzel go. Donor will head back to him. Okay. As they go back, Fang looks her in the eye and just, thank you for your help. You're welcome. Don't die. Top of the list of things. And if you're looking for treasure, um, the king's bedroom is just to the north there. I know you adventurer types like like getting rewards. Thank you. We'll we'll, we'll hit that on the way out. And she steps into the room and closes the door and you hear like a nice, satisfying ka-chunk lock go into place. Uh, I assume this dagger is just a normal dagger. Yep. It has a actually some black onyx built into the hilt, so it's, it's bejeweled. Uh, what do you do? Spitz is, Spitz is gonna make her way over to where Bran is, mm-hmm. but I, Claire, don't know where that is on the map. Same, don't art, because uh, I can't see it. Keep going okay. south. He, south? Yeah, keep going down. From where? Can you see, but Claire? I, I what can you see? Oh, wait, no, yes, I can. No, I can't see. Is that you right there? Yeah. He looks like a little oh, Okay. Uh, tracks. Could you have your uh, big friend here uh, jam the doors open? I- I'm sure, I'm sure Britomart could. But Britomart, is that something you're able to do? I could do that. Yeah. I'm yeah. very strong. I believe you. So, uh, Fang, while we're waiting for a lift... Can you see now? I saw that... Yeah, I can see better. Okay, I gave you 30 feet of night vision with, with the, the, the raziers <laughs> on the wall. That's about as far yeah. as you can see. 
Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, you said that you were shown some paper, but I don't think I'm very familiar with it. Uh, do you have a plan for how we might proceed? And Fang takes out the journal again. He says, just old diagrams uh, from... <clears throat> from Kai, uh, the what were, uh, what was the best organization for the group? And it seems that in these tight passageways, last time we got split up quite easily. I thought uh, that the ambush defense puts uh, puts us in a good spot. And I suppose you could fit in right about here, and and Bran he could fit in right here. And uh, he kind of points around uh, the group and um, kind of replaces. Uh, spits where Kai uh, usually would stand, and oh, because you're as you're exploring. Uh, I can't figure out where. To, oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> we can um, we can say I was exploring. I guess <laughs> that area to the south. There's a portcullis that's down, and you see an area that's kind of like open to the basement below and you can hear the sounds of clanging and a forge and a forge bellows like vroom, vroom. and you feel heat rising up from below that was in this area like this south of Grandolfa's room yeah right here mm, okay has anybody seen the turtle has anybody seen orc sorry i was lost i missed the turn <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can hear him. I hear him. It's very, very dark in these tunnels. Like an old man walking through a museum. Really can't see. Oak, we know you're not that old. That's not part of the act. My eyesight is terrible. Don't touch anything. I'm struggling to see in here, too. I'll get it. That's fair. Nobody um, touch Fang, Fang says, Oh, I almost forgot. And uh, Fang and he says, Oak Donar, uh, I can grant. One more person, uh, effective dark vision for at least an hour, or for at most an hour, I should say. Any takers? I, I'm happy to pass that buck on to Ook. You know, I think I can. I can see. Oak? I can see fine. So. I, I I can't, but I think I could probably figure it out. <laughs> Fang looks at Bran. He says, "Bran, can you can you see in the dark? Of course, I, I believe I, I just assumed you could. Pretty well, yeah. And Spitz, I, I can." take care of it for myself if somebody else needs one and she just touches herself on the chest and casts dark vision so she can see in the dark for eight hours uh, and fang grants eyes of night to donar and oak which is 300 feet of dark vision for one hour God damn thanks buddy. okay that's so many feet no, i don't know it <laughs> that's a football I field baby say as i was stumbling <laughs> around I oh my god stumbled on something quite unsettling you can, over that way, you can feel the heat of the forge and hear them working. Well, at least we have some sort of idea of where to head. Is it open? I, I think I only heard it, right, Ron? I only yeah, heard it was like, you definitely heard, stuff. like, clanging, and then it sounded like a forge, like a giant forge. Um, who else got uh, night vision besides Donar? Oak. Uh, Oak. Yeah. And Spitz I think you all can see now, right? Yeah, should be everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The elevator starts coming back down. It lands. Damn it. The door clink open. <laughs> what do you do? We can't go down in this. Why is that? Well, have you ever gone fishing? 
a couple of times. It's been a while. Looks awful lot like bait. Oh. What if we jump on top of it as it goes down? That was. You got a little cockroach. Who's that? Who's who's talking? This we won't be able to access down below. What we need Uh to do is wait for this thing to go back up, drop a rope underneath, and rappel down the shaft. That's a good idea. That makes sense. It's a great idea. Seems like it takes about a minute for this thing to wait on the floor, so I don't know how much it shifts, but maybe two minutes. We have to be careful that nothing comes up the next time it comes our direction. Easy enough. I'm not sure I understand, but okay. We wait. We wait. 56, 57, 58, (laughs) 59, 60. The door chink. The door chink. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely makes that sound. (laughs) It worked. The door chink and starts heading down this time. Slowly. What do you do? Just wait? I advise that we clear the doors for when it opens on the way up, just in case. Wait in this hallway back to the north, you think? Uh, yes, or on either side of the doorway at the very least. Is there any way that I can surmise based on how long it takes to get back up, how deep it goes? You know that it went up and came back in about six to seven minutes up, but you don't know about down yet. So it might be a lot to concentrate on, but throughout this fight, Bran is also going to try to track that in his head so that if we need to get out, he knows when it's up. And if we're going to climb back out of here, we're going to have to do it when it's on the way up, not on the way down. About three minutes pass, and the chains kind of stop for a second. Another minute passes, and the chains start moving again. About three minutes later, the elevator car... I'm going to hide beside the door again and pull out a short sword. Okay. Donna's hidden in his tunnel to the north, and he's going to draw his short bow. Spits there, too, with her great axe. Hell yeah. Uh, Trax is there, ready to ready to throw hands. Yeah, Frank has his crossbow, ready to action if something walks out. He's on the other side of the door than Oak is. And the door, clink, it unlatches, one minute passes, it latches back, and head starts heading up. Fran puts away his sword and says, we've got six minutes, we gotta act fast. All right. I'll, I'll be the anchor. Great. And he goes into his pack and pulls out a rope. I guess tosses it to uh, Oak, and then tosses it down the shaft. Or, wait, I guess we have to pin that thing open, don't we? Spitz will start holding it open and say, I can also probably hold the rope, because I can just jump. Don't worry about it. It's a long story, but I'll be fine. We'll gotta hear that story later. Alright. We also need to get the large shield guardian down how, the chute. How many as well. people can you get with with? Do, I'm assuming you do a feather fall. 
yes, but it's just a me thing because the the, the wind spirits lifted me into the wind when I was a, a, a wee lass. So it, it's just me. Okay, uh, I'd like you to expand on that later. But for now, let's figure something out. Exactly, yeah. Let's use the shield guardian as a gravity-powered ballista. My name is Britta Bart. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are we ready? Let's go. Bran's gonna take one end of the rope and just rappel down the shaft. Okay. I'll just tell Brittamart, I'll say, well, if, okay, if, if, if thing, once things get going, then you can take the elevator down. You think I will fit? I'm sure. They, these guys, oh. they get big all the time. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> one of them probably turns big and then gets on the elevator and forgetting to be small, so you're fine. <laughs> Sonny <laughs> follows Bran, uh, okay. repels down after him. Okay. Um, I'd like you uh, both to make a... Actually, just repelling. You're fine, as long as you're just... As, as Yeah, just repelling, you're fine. Um, no roll needed. You are just kind of foop, foop, foop down. Um, it gets warmer as you go down. How long was your rope, Bran? Uh, I think it's 50 feet. You get down to 50 feet... And there's still a lot more to go. I've got another length of 50. Yeah, I've got a lot, too. I, I don't know if we would have been able to sense how how deep it went, but I could have tied on rope to that. Same. Or, yeah, you guys can tie to it and, and just propel it down. If that could have been in our prep while we were waiting for yeah. the elevator if to get Brand here, just to make the longest rope we could have. If he would have judged the time that it took to go down, then he would have... Probably tried to find the appropriate length of rope. Um, and you could just pass the rope down and tie it on. Um, you yeah. get the two of you get all the way down. My hands are shaking because I'm so nervous. We got so it. nervous all day. We're fine. Man. We're fine. It's gonna be I'm fun. making jokes to deflect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> You've been so serious, Paul. Okay, who else is going down? Uh, Spitz is, is is waiting last and is like up there, ready to po- problem solve. Okay, Trax and Donar and Oak. Where is Oak? Oh, right there. Okay. Is is this shaft something like smooth, or does it have kind of footholds in it at all? It's really smooth. It's like d- expert dwarven workmanship. <laughs> it's fucking smooth. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Describe um, the shaft. <laughs> Listen, I tried. Stop. I tried to just get past that. <laughs> I was proud of you, but then I saw Ross do the surfer hand thing. Let <laughs> me just say, you're gonna need more rope. <laughs> um. The, okay. The people who are upstairs. What are you doing still? Who's left? I'm just waving on people to go down the rope. Dono will go next. He's he's sp- split second decision. Okay, he's you're using the afraid. rope. Using the rope, yeah. Okay, you make it down. Let me find. Where is Donar? Hold a second. I'm right by the. Got it. Okay. Right next to the elevator. Is you hear Donar coming down the shaft. Is the door below closed? This door right here. Yes. Yes. Uh, as Donar's making his way down, he'll just lean into Fane and say, "Fang." So sorry. And just Fane, and say, uh, "Keep them quiet." I'm going to try and sneak out there and see what we're dealing with. Oh, sorry, go for it. Do you need help with the door? I hope not. And he 
sneaks over and just kind of gently presses against it mm-hmm. stealthfully. Okay. With great care and see if he can open it quietly. I thought you were going to say with great stealth. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Stealthily, with great stealth. With great okay. stealth. You, you kind of pry the door open, which is unlocked. Um, and you see two Duragar there, and they have the Randolfa's collar configuration. The leftover right. And they don't seem to see you, because you just kind of prize the door open a little bit. They'll peek out. They don't, they don't notice you. I'm They're going, just talking amongst themselves. I'm going to push it open a little bit further, enough for me to get out. Okay. Uh, Fang and uh, Donar is coming down currently. Fang, what are you doing? Uh, Fang is watching Brands Six as he does his stealthy stealth uh, mm-hmm. around the door. Meanwhile, he's got his fingers pressed to his lips uh, as whoever is coming down the rope, just so they know that something's going on. The, the, the noise in this room is quite loud. Uh, the wheel, there's that, that thing that's a behind uh, to your uh, uh, behind you to the east is a mm-hmm. wheel, a giant chain where the chains coming in down one side of the wheel. The, the gear and going up the other and it's constantly turning and making noise. Okay. Uh, he's so still it's, la- it's it. loud in here. It's loud in here. Yeah. So. Uh, he's still going to do it as like a, Hey, something is hat like drawing attention to brand having walked out the door, but he's keeping watch while everybody gets down. So Donar would reach the bottom of the rope and see that and nod slowly, okay. draw his uh, short bow. The Duragar that uh, kind of looks over at the door kind of glances over, kind of puts a hand on his, his hack, his axe, his hacks, his axe, and then sees you that you're not a Duragar and kind of nods and stares at you, like kind of like waiting. I'm going to pull out my bow and just kind of whip it out into its active configuration. And I'm going to start sneaking past them and mm-hmm. i'm just gonna keep my eyes kind of on them the whole time yeah his buddy notices you as you're coming out and i just they both kind of like nod and the want his buddy looks at the door and kind of points at it if i can as i go past i'd like to do a quick little insight check on them mm-hmm. just to make sure like they're cool or if this is make an insight check, they're edgy or nervous. You know, make an insight the, check. Mm-hmm. The flutters because this is a trap or something like that. Oh, so close to a nat twenty. It's an eight. Okay, they appear to be a little nervous, but I think it's more that they're not sure what to expect from you. Sure. Upstairs, who's coming down next? By all means. I just I'm here in case. Something goes wrong because I'm fine without the rope, and I'm ready to protect. So, thumbs up from me, Oak. If you want to go, honestly, you and the Shield Guardian are the ones that I worry about the most because you're uh, you're large and well out. Fair enough. I could handle the landing, <laughs> and he'll uh, go over to uh, Brittlemart and just say, "Brittlemart, friend, will you hold the end of the rope, please?" Of course. Thank you. Uh, as they said, take the elevator back down and uh, let go of this rope uh, when you see that the elevator is coming back, and I will catch it. Thank you. 
I'll assist Britomart in holding the rope. Okay. So you head downstairs. Y'all doing a great job. Tracks, you're going oh, next, okay? I'm a little nervous. It'll be fine. You it's could fine. Come down with me if you'd like. You could ride on the shell. And uh, once I land, I think I would get to the the opposite flank of this door as Fang. Okay. Uh, Bran, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna signal back to this guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell him to step over to the door. He does. Hand on his axe. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder, and then in undercommon... Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to whisper to him, Open the door. I want to peek out behind you. In undercommon back, he says, Be very wary of the creatures that are inside. They are currently torturing a Mykonid. Do I know what that is? Make a arcana roll. It's a seven. Mushrooms? This is the only word that come, pops mm-hmm. into your mind. Okay. Fungus? Underdark shit? Underdark shit. Yeah. Be a, sounds like a fun guy. We got <laughs> Quagoths and a Mykonids. So, <laughs> essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to get this guy to open the door and kind of step out into the doorway. Okay. And I'm going to hide behind him and just survey. He nods at you. And you hear at this at right before this happens, um the t- uh turtle lands and takes a position at the door. Uh going upstairs for a second. Who's going next? Tracks. Here we go. Have you ever repelled before? Oh, definitely no. Okay. <laughs> I'd like you to make an acrobatics roll at uh Disadvantage. At advantage. At advantage because the rope's helping you. Well, first is a dirty 20. I want to see if I get a nat. Nope. Second one's an 8, so dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> it's a little, you get kind of tangled up at first, so then you figure it out. Well, also, I'm wearing my, good my speed. armor, you know, my, my bigger armor, so it's like clunkier, maybe. Bran, the Duragar opens the door and stands out here. Make a stealth roll at advantage because you're basically behind the Duragar, so. Nat 20 for a 30. Let's go. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pass without a trace makes you invisible. <laughs> 40. Um, <laughs> the ceiling of this hall arches to a height of 30 feet. Stone steps lead up to a semicircular dais against the south wall. Atop the dais is a misshapen throne, crudely carved out of black crystal. Small, crackling flames burn in braziers that occupy the room's corners. Slumped near the east wall is a tall, bipedal fungus creature. Luminous spores float in the air around it. A savage, white-furred biped has torn off one of the creature's arms and is holding it, while other, four other white-furred bipeds, covered with fungal growths, try to capture the floating spores in jugs. One of them looks back at the Duragar, and the Duragar nods. They bark something at under, in Undercommon at the Duragar, and it basically there's, it's saying, like, watch your own business, dwarf. And the dwarf kind of nods, but stands there. Pull him back. In. Yeah, just kind of a little pat at the, on his back, and he comes back inside and closes the door. I'll uh, go back to the room where everyone is landing. Okay, upstairs, Spitz, 
and um, Riddlemart, uh, the big giant shield guardians looking down at you. Actually, I think you're about the same height, actually, probably. I think she's like two feet taller yeah, than me. She's yeah. not much taller than yeah. me. And she looks at you and says, I will make sure you do not fall. I appreciate that. And you know what to do, right? We'll see you down there soon. Do I need to do anything when I get in the elevator? I've never used I, one. I don't believe so. I think you should just be able to get on I have a me- and come down. I have a memory of um, stepping on these discs and teleporting to other floors. Uh, we'll have to talk to Trax about that yeah. uh, once we're done with this big old fight. Sounds good? That sounds a fight? I can't wait to fight. Uh, perhaps. Well, then, yes. Good. Same. I'm pretty excited, too. Okay. All right. Let's go. See you down there. I'll see you down there. Wee. Okay. Spitz descends with gusto. You've done this before. Yeah. Okay. And Spitz lands. Oh. And then upstairs, as you land, a clunk of doors as the you hear kind of like a groan of metal as the shield guardian steps into the elevator. Yeah. Good job, Britomart. What do you do? Where is Bran right now? Is he in this room with us, or does he... I just walked back in. And Fang turns to him and he says, How much time do we have before the, the lift reaches us? And he looks up. Three... Three minutes. And what did you see when you were out there? Big mushroom, some white-furred creatures, uh, five by my count. Perhaps these are the Quagoths we were talking about, we heard her talk about. I say we get rid of them quick. As soon as we make any sound, they will surely be on to us. Hopefully, Britomart arrives at the right time. I'm going to take a glance back into the hallway. And look at this gentleman here. Mm-hmm. And give him a discerning eye. Okay, he nods. Then I'm going to turn back around and use my action to cast Disguise Self. And I am going to make myself look like a Duragar. Nice. With the buttons in the fashion of Zardarox. Minions. Okay, how tall are you? Uh, right at six feet. Okay, you're can, a bit of. You can go a foot shorter or taller. I go shorter. You can't, okay, you can't myself. change your body type, uh, but you can adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs. Yeah. Otherwise, the extension. Uh, so you can change your skin color and things like yeah. that. Uh, but you're just a tall. But you look like him. You're just taller. Yeah, that'll work. And you hear and the elevator lands. Try to make up for being so cockney earlier. <laughs> it's clever, um, isn't it? <laughs> it's like what? Is the sky self uh it is not um It's not concentration. concentration Thank but you. it does Thank last you. for an hour. I'm just gonna say to the party, let me go out first, take the first shot, and then we go. All right. We are right behind you. And Fang nestles himself in the middle of the group in true fashion of Kai's diagrams. 
in preparation, Donar would, uh, before we get in a formation, go up to Fang and silently ask to see the, the page again for a reminder. Yeah, he, he shows it around one more time. It's got Fang in the middle, uh, and then basically everybody kind of surrounding him uh, and moving about however they need to. Spitz, Oak, and Donar being tanks heading in if they need to, and then everybody else kind of supporting around. Spitzel quick turn over her shoulder to um I and say uh, fang tracks I know that Bran said something about a mushroom do, do you think fire would be helpful against it I, uh, by the sound of it I think the mushroom is is the one in trouble I think it is the the the, the mushroom is fine the quagots that we need to worry about I just worry about poison and things but okay they're uh, they're torturing the uh Oh, that's terrible. Okay, never mind. Forget that I asked it's that. Left my brain. It's, it's missing it's an Get arm. the scary it's things. Oh, dear. So maybe we can get it to help. Great. That sounds like a good plan. And then Bran's going to walk back out, this time less stealthy and much more proudly, as if he belongs there. Right. And he's going to walk, make sure that Everyone's pretty close behind. Um, the Durgar that you hid behind stops you for a second as you walk past and s- looks at you and says, if you meet one of the Mad King's men, his salute is this. And he does like this chest bump, but there's two fingers sticking out. And like Bran will duplicate it. Okay. Practice. And he'll just tap him on the shoulder again as if to say, Good man. And then he will walk out into the open. Okay. Can you go out that room? Or uh, Yes, I can. Yes, okay. What are the rest Brand of you do as he's doing this? Did, did Bran do the Durgar thing? Like, is, is he is he disguised as a Durgar? Did that not happen? Yes. Bran is disguised is. as a Durgar, but he is tall. I just wanted to be right in my notes. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> And you saw him speak to the Duragar in the language that none of you understood unless you could speak undercommon. And um, he did this kind of chest thing with the fingers. And as Bran goes out, he's going to stop sort of in the middle of the floor there, mm-hmm. turn towards the Quagoths, and... Make, it in- make, a, make a perception check. Okay. Toot-toot-toot. Uh, 18. Okay. There are only two Quagoths in here. This, there's three corpses, animated corpses of Quagoths. And you look at them closer and you see these little, like, fungus growths on their necks. And kind of, like, bursting out of their fur in places. And out of their eyes. Then Bran is going to do the salute. And in undercommon, shout out, where's the master? The one immediately to the northeast of, northwest of the, the Mycanid looks at you and says, the master is at the forge where he's been for hours. You should know that. And Bran just kind of smirks and says, I should, shouldn't I? And whips up his bow and is ready to launch two attacks, and immediately jumps into ambush. 
I would like you to all roll initiative. You'll get a surprise round because I rolled a two on his insight. I should have done a vigilant blessing. I always forget that. Natural 20. Uh, Oak? 21. Okay. 21. Uh, Bran? 26. Trax? That's an 8. Fang? 17. Donar? 5. Spitz? 13. I forgot to add... Britomart. Britomart to this. Britomart, yeah, Britomart's uh, on my initiative, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just do it on your initiative. Yeah. It'll be easiest to do it, so. That's what I was thinking. Auto roll for you guys. Bran gets a surprise round off. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to Hunter's Mark this one. Okay. Then I'm going to attack this one with longbow. Okay. Oh boy. And this is my gloomst uh glue sorry, dread ambusher attack. Got it. So I'll get an extra D eight of damage and I'm gonna go ahead and make it a sharpshooter shot too. With advantage because Oh I'm I'm very, very sorry. Uh, all four of these are corpses. Okay. So the only one that's uh, uh, is alive is this one in the northwest of the Machinid. Well, I'm still going to keep that one Hunter's marked, and I'm going to instead attack with this one here. Got it. Okay. So, rolling with advantage because they are surprised, and that's a natural twenty. Oh my Come on. god! Wow. Good start. Good start. It was, yeah, Hell it yeah. was gonna yeah. crit anyways because of assassinate, but it's just more fun that way. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Bow damage is thirteen. Uh huh. Plus eleven. Okay. Plus sneak attack. This will be fun. Yeah. Plus seventeen. It's still up, but hurting real bad. The arrow goes right through its skull, and you hear a sickening kind of crunch. And but it looks kind of looks at you and turns slowly. All right, and then with my normal attack, I'm going to shoot this one back here with no sneak attack or dread ambusher. Oh, wait! I'm so sorry. I said that first shot was sharpshooter, so that's plus 10 damage. Okay. As it turns... <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. So, he had four hit points left. The arrow impacts him right in the skull, and you just, like, see it get flung back 10 feet from the blow and land at the foot of the Myconid. Nice. God. God. Now I'm gonna attack wow. the other one. Uh... And this one will also be sharpshooter with advantage for assassinate. And ooh, that's not good. That's a ten. The ten misses. All right, then that's all I got right now. Okay, top of the round, <laughs> Bran. <laughs> wow! Christ wow. Almighty. Um, let me see. So, hold on, I have a question. 
Yes. Technically, the surprise round was the start of combat, too, right? Correct, yes. Okay. yes. I just wanted to make sure that I did not get another uh, dread ambusher attack. Okay, yep. then I am unloading on that same dude that I missed. Okay. And that's gonna be... Dun, 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 dun. I still have acted before him, so I do get advantage. Please don't fuck me this time. With sharpshooter... That's better. That's a... 18 to hit. 18 hits, and it lands right in its neck. Roll your damage. And that's going to be no crit, but I do get sneak attack. Wow. That was awful. Oh, God. 10 plus 10 is 20 points of damage. That's awful. Okay. That was, I rolled minimum <laughs> so on sneak attack, minimum on hunter's mark, and almost minimum on longbow. What a roll, guys. Okay. Just the give and take there. Uh, um, Oak. <laughs> All right. So Oak hasn't seen uh, what these hallways uh, look like at all. So he doesn't right. have any specific weapons drawn yet. He's got his hands Correct. kind of like at the ready to grab whatever he needs to as he charges. Yeah, where you sees. are on the map is where you're starting combat, just so you know. So feel free to move around anywhere you are on the map that can get to on the map. So. Five, ten. Like before yeah, combat breaks out. 20, 25. Sorry, this is taking five years. 30. I just haven't seen any of this yet. Okay, so that's 30 feet. Um, Right there, uh, you're behind, there's a throne right here. Mm. So it's sort of blocking your view of that guy, but you'd be able to Got fire it. at the ones to the north. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to do an action surge to go another 30 feet. Okay. And uh, as I'm doing that, I'm going to head right here. Uh, as he's doing that, he takes off of what's kind of been wrapped around his hip like a belt, uh, the meat hook, and he starts swinging it uh, okay. on the chain. Uh, excited to hook. use this for the first time. Holy <laughs> shit. I could just envision this, like him swinging that fucker around. Jesus. Uh, so first, I'm going to uh, meat hook this. Where's the ping? Why can't I ping you? There it is, that one. Yeah, that one is the <laughs> only one that is currently alive. Like, the rest are corpses. And, uh, Oak, you've seen this before. You fought these undead, like, fungus creatures. But these look kind of, like, recently infected. But remember, you fought villagers in the Durgar Fortress north of Kerkonig. Mm. And these look very similar. But okay. the one that you're about to fire, let's throw the meat hook at... It is uh, alive. The rest are undead. Great. Or like creatures of reanimated creatures. Love to hear it. Okay, so I'm swinging the meat hook. I take the first. Oh, natural 20. That's a critical hit right are away. Are you serious? Cool. <laughs> Come on, wow. Uh, Do it good. We're going to wreck this thing. All right, so the meat hook's being nice. That is a 11. So that's 15 damage for the first attack. Okay. Uh, as he he spins it, he hits it with him, it comes right back. He's just gonna go for another uh, kind of windmill whip with it. Mm -hmm. And that's a 24 to hit. That hits. For another 
Oh, wasn't there a critical hit thing that happens um, that we talked about? Or am I thinking the, of something um, else? On a critical hit, you may use a bonus action to drag the target in a straight line to a space within five feet of you. Hmm, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, and, and uh, if you do this, you can make another attack against this target at advantage. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with the the rolls that I had since I hadn't uh, said okay. it before because I hit it again anyway, and I'm cool with that. Uh, so that's going to do nine damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use a superiority die to use quick toss, which lets me. Um, make a range attack with the weapon of the throne property, so uh-huh. it basically gives me another attack with it, if you'll allow yeah, that. Of course, yes. Cool, then I'll do it again. Four. He's <laughs> doing some, like, Mortal Kombat shit, like, phew, phew, throwing. <laughs> yeah. it, That's for 25 to hit. <laughs> oh yeah, that hits. And 11 more damage. The creature, the Quaggoth, is like, yelling. Oh wait, I get to add a d8 for that, because it's a superiority die. Sorry, okay. go. That's another eight damage. Hell yes. That's what Blake did on his turn. Just like, oops, another <laughs> dice out of my sleeve. <laughs> Welcome to seventh level. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Oak? And you feel no, the uh, uh, Oak. You feel the meat hook kind of vibrating in your hand as you're okay. doing all this. This one's still up. Uh, barely, but yes. He's yelping in pain, actually. Cool. He's just, uh, after all those attacks, he's kind of looking back and forth between the spinning meat hook in his hand and the thing he just attacked, and is a little bit in shock and maybe a little bit scared of what he just did, but he's not thinking about it too much right now. Okay. He's going to... Just so we get... Um, he looks at you and, like, panic in his eyes, and suddenly he starts... His body starts shaping, shaking... And two duplicates of him shaking next to him spread out, and there's suddenly three of them right in front of you. Okay. Is that the real one or the, a corpse? Uh, can, this I is mean, the I this is the real one. Yeah, this is the, the real, real one, one. The one that um, uh, Oak just attached, uh, attacked, um, attached. Um, and that's all he can do. Fang, your turn. Um, Fang is gonna step into the. He's uh, he he could see Bran from where he's at. He was right outside this room. He steps in mm-hmm. and assessing. So this is the first time I'm seeing these tokens too. You got one real guy, two dead ones, and he has duplicates, or are they just? Yeah, this is the one who has the mirror image currently up, and the other ones are um, spore servants. They have mushrooms growing out of them. I know you've said that before. I just I'm seeing the room for the first time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna charge in and get just straight line in. I'm gonna pass Bran. Um, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Sorry, this will be thirty. Um, so I'm on the far side of the room and I'm seeing that mirror image changes things can, so I can't tell which one is the real So as far as I'm concerned you can make three. an attack and you might you might hit a real one you yeah. might not okay um, then I'm going to you know what as a bonus action actually sorry there's four of them total three duplicates and the real one. Oh, great okay then as a bonus action uh, Fang is going to shift um, and 
he whips out his crossbow because uh, he's taken his full movement already and shoots at uh, one of the real ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an 18 to hit. Okay, that would hit. However, the arrow... What are you using to attack? Uh, crossbow. Like Crossbow. The crossbow bolt hits one of the duplicates and the duplicate winks out, so there's only three images remaining. Um, Fang. He mutters a, a curse word under his breath, but says, well, at least that one is gone. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Sorry, at least that one is gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the spore servants rush out. And by rush, I mean go... Actually, they can get to Oak. 5, 10, 15. This one, yeah, I can get there. And this guy only gets to... He's going to actually dash and get to Fang, but can't make an attack. So there are two spore servants on, and they make two claw attacks each, so these like, they claw at you. Natural one and a 18. 18 will hit. 18 will hit? Yeah, because I'm not using the shield or two weapons right now, my AC is 17. And the other, other, the other one that's on you misses completely with both its claws. So you take six plus three, uh, nine slashing damage. Great. Uh, on the one that missed, uh, can I use my reaction to use a superiority die? Correct. Yes. Great. Then I will do my, my uh, maneuver repost where I can make a melee attack on something that misses me. Mm-hmm. And that's a 15 to hit. 15 hits. All right. This, this is the one that uh, Bran has hit. Yeah. And that's going to be eight damage. Okay. Still up. The the tall mushroom creature, the biped, kind of like leans up against the wall and slumps down. And you see kind of spores coming off of it and kind of settling to the ground around it. But it doesn't do anything else. Spitz, your turn. Uh, great. So Spitz is going to run in. So that's one... No, that's a dumb way to count. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Great. Oh, wow, it is hard to tell who is whomst. Is that, is the end of my arrow, is that back? That is a, a yeah, spore servant, yes. That's one of the things that, that, that Oak is fighting? Yes. Great, okay, so then from here, um, Spitz, who's been carrying her uh, uh, great axe as she runs is going to like put it into her uh, uh, left hand and reach out her right hand and cast Ice Knife Got it. at that guy. Frosty. For a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. Beautiful. So then that one is gonna take God. I didn't get all of my dice out ahead of time. Like a noob! Um, six points of piercing damage. Okay. And then the shard explodes. Just like that. And um, any creature within uh, five feet must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Any creature? Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't think that part okay. through. Oh, you're good. I hope you're dexterous, Oak. <laughs> oh no, but I can take damage. <laughs> okay. 
So the one that is to the east of the one you fired at, and Oak, and the creep. Also, the one that you hit yes. has to make the saving throw as well, right? Again. Yes. That is a 18 and a 3. Okay, well, the 18 <laughs> succeeds, and the 3 does indeed fail. Okay. I got a 15. Yeah, you succeed! Go Good job! <laughs> oh, no friendly fire today! <laughs> But the one who sucks, sucks to suck and takes um, six points of cold okay. damage as and well. And the others take nothing. Whoop. Okay. Um, and yeah, so she does that. Uh, that's all she's got. She just holds her great axe again. Okay. Ready. Tracks Barbfoot. Hey! Your turn. Go. All right, though. So first of all, I'm going to get in the room. And I'll just... I'll just go here. Can't do anything because I'm close combat. So I'm gonna move Brutamard in, or can you move Brutamard in? I can't see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be my turn. Okay. I'm all, I'm all close range right now. Okay. Uh, Donar. Uh, Donar is first going to uh, just go ahead and uh, where is that key point step of the wind? Just take a dash action because he knows he has to. He's probably not gonna make it. Got it. With his regular, so that is gonna be. Uh, the math, 20 feet to there. There we go. Uh, and then we're going to go 35 feet to there. Okay. I'm going to probably have the same questions that everybody else has had. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and step up one. So that's that's my full movement. Mm-hmm. So noticing that uh, the live one is hurting, Donut is going to take a quick short bow shot at that one. Oh, that one also has a mirror image spell cast on it. So there are three. Okay. You certainly see three of him. Okay. So that's just still a straight roll for me? or is Yeah, it- you just make an attack roll, and I'll tell you if it hits a duplicate or not. That's an 18. That hits. Let me... Two duplicates. You have to roll, it. I have to roll an eight or higher. And he rolls a four. You hit the actual person. Let's it doesn't do take it. a duplicate away, but roll damage. Six points of piercing. Okay, this is what happens. Hell yeah. You hit the Quagoth right in the eye. Vroom! Blood spurts everywhere. Blood spurts from the duplicates, and the duplicates wink oh. out. And the Quagoth slumps to the ground, like twitching. Hell yeah. Okay, anything else? Um, not that he needs it, but... <laughs> I mean, he might, I don't know. Bonus action. Donor's gonna say, oh, uh... Back, back to Bran. Oh man, how am I, how am I gonna phrase this? He's not gonna say his name. He's just gonna say, "It looks like you did a good amount of damage, dude." And that's Bardic Inspiration. Thank you. Okay, these doors swing open to the north, and these doors to the southeast swing open, and two Duragar rush out at Fang, and will attack him. And these two Durgar come out, see what's happening. And none of these Durgar, these Durgar still have the, um, the collars, like for Zardarok. And they cast Enlarge on themselves. And from here, four Quagga come out. They, they jump out. So I've got two Quaggoths that uh, can attack Oak. That is a... 13 and a 22. 22 hits. And the second one rolls a miss and a 21. They claw at you with these long dagger-like 
claws. So that is eight and six. So we're a total of 14 points of damage. The two Duergars rush out of the door and rush at Fang and attack you. That is a 13 and a 19. Uh, 19 is my AC. Okay. And it does uh, eight points of piercing damage. Okay. And we're at the top of the round. Branstern. Uh I am going to use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark to this fellow. Then I'm going to back up just a few feet back into this corner. Back over here. Okay. Back to the southwest corner. And I am going to try to smoke that dude that's on Fang. Oh. Grind him up first. I'll make it a sharpshooter shot. Okay. I might regret this, but we'll see. Oh, no, I don't regret it. Oh, sorry. I backed away. That's a 23 to hit. That hits. And I get my sneak attack because he is being aggressed by Fang. So that's going to be nine. Is that a verb? <laughs> I guess. Aggressed. aggressed. I like it. Aggressed. Nine plus... God, terrible. Nine Four. plus God. Nine plus God. <laughs> what does that mean? Four plus four, so that's 17 plus 10. 27 points of piercing damage on his face. Okay. Um, would you like to describe how you kill this completely healthy Duragar? I'm going to, after I back back to that corner, going to drop to a knee very quick, bow up, quick draw, right through the skull. Like, boom, blood spatters against the wall. And... Bran's just going to say to himself, oh, I forgot the first one. And he's going to click the little notch on his bow twice, and that's it. Okay. Anybody, anything else, Bran? That's all I got. Okay. Oak. Uh, Oak uh, was up against, I don't know, two or two or three of these Quagoths before the last you, six you, I seconds. Think there were, yes, there are currently four surrounding you. Uh, so he's he spent the last couple seconds just kind of like, I feel like, with his chain kind of fending off and avoiding um, guys, and he realizes he's face-to-face with six of these uh, monsters, and he mm-hmm. kind of like turns back at his party and looks at the monsters and says, it's time to do, time for magic to do what metal cannot. And he's going to go for shell defense for the first time in combat. And he gets in oh his God. shell where he is. Is this really the first time you've used it? In combat, yeah. He he slept. He sleeps in his shell. Oh, well, that's the first time we've done it in combat. <laughs> Wait, you used it that time when you were like the cave, the cave, the opening, the cave. <laughs> when we wouldn't, wouldn't go that direction. You were in your shell that day. Yeah, it's super grumpy. <laughs> okay, what kind of um um. um combat bonuses that you uh, so AC I have a I get a plus four and if you'll allow me I would also have that moose shield on my back would that maybe also count that would give me so plus four I would have a 21 AC if you give me the shield well you're not actively using the shield sure. unfortunately okay. so then I'll have a I'll have a it gives me a plus four AC uh, an advantage on strength and constitution saving throws, but I'm also 
technically prone. Yes. So, there I am. Just a big old red shell. Okay. Wow. They'll get a t- wow. they'll get advantage like melee attacks and you prone get advantage on you. So Fang, your turn. The Fang is going to use his channel divinity as an action and spread mm-hmm. uh, to his like baseball safe uh, action and uh, spread stars all over for how far a thirty foot radius. It's gonna move with me. It'll last a minute. And then, okay. as a bonus action, uh, he is going to um, long tooth shifter strike um, this Durgar right in front of him. Got it. That is uh, a thirteen to hit. Uh, with his shield up, it does not hit. Bummer. Actually, without the shield, it wouldn't have hit because it's a 14 or a 16. So. Okay, I didn't need to know that. Um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> that is the end of my turn, and therefore I'm granting myself uh, the lowest possible amount of hit po- temporary hit points I can. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> okay. This is a sp- Okay, there are three spore servants left alive. One is going to attack... Fang. This is two claw attacks. Okay. Okay. A natural one and a uh, 23. Actually, 22. Okay. For five points of slashing. Oh. And and there's two spore servants on the turtle. So the, the one on the left is rolling an advantage. 21. Miss. The second one... 21 miss? Damn. At advantage... All, all, both Spore Servants miss. At advantage. Yeah. Wow. They're just like... They're like scratching at his... Trying to get... Like pull it apart. And it's just completely... They're just not able to get any purchase. Oh, he's just rolling his eyes in his shell. That's conceived. The Myconid Sovereign that's on the east side of the room... It's like it. One of its arms has been torn off. It is laying on the ground next to it, and sap is just kind of like this icky goo is coming out of its arm, and it just looks incredibly sad, and like just kind of whimpering a little bit. Um, Spitz, your turn. Okay. Well, uh, Spitz really is not a fan of the Duergar, um, All things considered. So with uh, a bit of a, uh, a yell that turns into a roar, um, she's going wild shape to a brown bear. Okay. Um, I like I if I tried to do it, it would sound a little bit like Simba doing the. Rawr, rawr, rawr. So like, imagine that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and then Spitz is gonna run up to this one here, charging. One of the ones that's enlarged. I have the wrong. Yes. No. Nope. Okay. And she's just gonna go for that one and then bite him and claw him. Okay. Uh, you're able to, like, the one that was trying to get uh, the Spore Servant to the very west of uh, Oak kind of, like, scratches at you, but you're able to go through the squares of your allies, so you're able to go through that way, and he, he wasn't able to reach you. So. It's like, Row. Silly guy. So, the Bite is a 23 to hit. It will hit. 
do nine points of piercing damage. Nice. So she just takes a big chomp. I like to think of like the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the claws are a 21 to hit. Yep. 13 points of slashing damage. Wow, okay. He's still up, but barely. He's just like like huge claw marks. Like you managed to like maul him and he's kind of reeling yeah. back from you. She growls um, right in his face, like bears her bears her bare teeth. Well, and she gets bear. ten temporary hit points from Fang. Hey. Okay. Tracks. Cool. Alright, well, I'll go after this jabroni there. Okay. I'm gonna go up, I'm gonna punch him. Ooh. Like yeah, jump, 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 little, jump, this little jump. armored kobold that just get dunk a dunk a dunk a dunk and then just jump up and punch him. So that is gonna okay. be the first attack is a oh it's not that great. It's a thirteen. Miss uh hits. Oh, hey. It does Black hit. You. Yeah, their AC is thirteen. Blam. Yeah. And that is gonna be for ten points of thunder damage. Okay. So he's gonna punch him Thunk. down, then he's gonna come up with the left and uppercut. Okay. So yeah, that's a nineteen. And uh that is going to be... Hit. Oh, another 10 points of damage. And, nice. Um, so, now that he's been hit with my... I, I know I haven't used this armor uh, model a lot. Uh, a creature that has that is hit by this attack has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me. So, it's it's like it has to engage me or else. I'm going to bring up Brutamart to here, and that'll be it. Okay. 11 temporary hit points. Thank you very much. Okay, Brittlemart runs up. Anything else, Brittlemart? I mean, she's she's right on this uh, sports servant right there. Oh, that's, yeah, I guess that's within range. Yeah, I'll go ahead and have her smack that guy. Smack that. Smack that. On the blow. <laughs> smack that. Smack that. <laughs> smack that. Do recall. Hey. Yeah. Bars. Right, so Bars. <laughs> Doing a hair oh, that's probably not gonna hit. That's a that's a nine. Uh, second one is gonna be that's better a nineteen. So twelve points of damage. Hey, DM, can I give the shield guardian temporary hit points? What does the spell exactly say? Oh, I'll tell you what it exactly <laughs> says. <laughs> Whenever a creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of these benefits: temporary hit points or effects um, causing charm or fright and I can end those but it's a creature it says I'm looking it up uh, construct is on the 14 creature types of D. yeah then yes you can <laughs> oh, oh, creature types one of them is Mart is one of them really keep thinking saying Bruno Mars Bruno Mars gets 12 temporary hit points okay Bruno yep. Mars is one of the. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Yeah, cool. Hey, cool, 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 cool. hey, Claire. Yes. Ice wind, cobalt zombie. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was steaming milk today, and out of nowhere that came into my head, and I just started cackling. Every once in a while. Too. You're welcome. Uh, Donar, your turn. Donar is going to see oh, go into his shell and go. You know what? Honestly great strategy bro um which is not bardic inspiration 
That's what he was going to do. Uh, instead, he is going to move to this spot just to the west of all of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And he's going to thrust his hands out with a frying Justin. pan in his left hand and say, Kaden, and cast Thunder Wave. And I cannot get all of them, but I can get the like the westernmost five and oak in this. Uh, so sorry about that, bud. But that's what gonna is. be what's with us just hitting oak point. today. That's the idea. Can I, can I punch you too? In I real mean, life. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's gonna be a con save for everybody in that all the five so, and oak to beat fifteen. So except for this guy on the very very end. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So there's there's a con save. Let me see the spore servants. That is a sixteen, a five, and an eighteen. Actually, no. Uh, sorry, there's only two. So one fail, one made, and the rest are regular quagoffs. Um, this guy made right here, and this guy failed back here. So okay. And he gets knocked back five. Ten feet. Ten feet on a fail, which means, oh, if you also failed, you're just spinning in your shell on the ground, which is big funny. <laughs> yeah, I got big an funny. eight, um, so I imagine I probably failed. That, that's a fail. Yeah, it's a fail. Yeah. Uh, so oh, the fails are going to take eight, which is not a great roll. Eight thunder damage, um, and the successes, of course, take four. And he's going to see Oak move and say, oh, sorry, dude, but real funny. <laughs> No, he's not okay, going to say that. Um, this is serious. And then also, <laughs> sorry, as a uh, bo- bonus action, uh, Donna's going to spend a key point and uh, take patient defense, taking the dodge action. Donar, you get 12 temporary hit points. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. They're going to, like, seeing how hard it is to get to get to Fang, are going to rush you, yep. the spore servant. And I am dodging, um, so that helps. Okay. This one's going to attack... Spits. Yeah. <laughs> Go right for here. it. Do it. And this one's these two are going to attack. So we've got two Quagoths on on Donar at disadvantage. Uh, as you're dodging out of the way and they're raking with their sharp talons. Bring it. Thirteen. Uh, that's a miss. And a twelve. That's a miss as well. Okay. The one to the north rushes over at, like, just kind of running on all fours, and rushes and tries to leap onto Spitz and claw at you. Uh, that is a 19 and an 11. Uh, Bear's AC is 11. They squish. Okay. They squish. They are squish. That's 8 slashing and 8 slashing. So 16 total. Fang, three on Fang. So the Spore Servant at advantage, uh, that is a 17 plus 5, 22. Mm-hmm. Does that hit? Sorry, sorry, on, on a Fang, on a Oak. Sorry. A 22? What's your ace? That, yeah, that would a be 22. Yeah, 22. That, exactly it? Okay. Six slashing. Okay. Double twos. Nope. The other two uh, Quagos are still trying to, like, actually trying to, like, rip, like, pull your shell apart and they just can't get to you at all. Great. Brutal. Okay. Poor Donatello. <laughs> the Durgar. Okay, this guy moves here to try to get to Spitz. So the two enlarged ones are on Spitz and one un- unenlarged is on Fang. That's a 12. 
misses, I'm sure. And the two enlarged Durgar. One attack on you, Spitz, for a miss. And, oh god. Rolled a four and a two. They're bringing their war picks, and you're just like the, the bear form is uh, uh, is dodging out of the way, and the, their war picks are just landing on the ground, like shaking the ground as you're attacking it, attacking them. Um, and that I believe that's the end of the round. Uh, Bran. Well, I'm going to I'm going to leave the hunter's mark for now because I need to focus my attention on aiming. This guy okay. to the south of Donar is in mm-hmm. my clear line of sight, and I don't like being in his clear line of sight. So I'm okay. going to take aim at him, and I'm going to steady aim using my bonus action. And I'm going to take a shot using sharpshooter. Okay. Roll to hit. With advantage for steady aim. Oh, rolled off that so hard. That is a 12 to hit. 12 just misses. Ah, buddy. God damn. Actually, no, never mind. It's too late. I should have used the inspiration that Donar gave me. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought Uh, it in my head. The the arrow just impacts the throne. That's like, it just kind of like flies up into the right and impacts the throne and splitters. Brand just says, Temporary hit points, Bran. Oh, thank you. Oak. Oak is going to take one more turn uh, in his shell, but uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to use Second Wind if I can. I think I can. I, I don't think, think there's can. anything that yeah. says I can't. Yeah, you're uh, just it's, it's a, because you're just in a like a state. It's not. Like yeah, he's he's using this next uh, six seconds to kind of regain his his breath and kind of take a second. So he's going to get. Uh, 10 HP back. Okay. Uh, that's 9 temporary hit points. They don't and stack. Great. And it's Fang's turn. Cool. So Fang is pissed and shifted. Um, so he is going to... I think he takes out the mace. Uh, he unhooks the mace from his... Uh, from his waist, he hasn't used that in a while, um, and that's how the Duergar know him, and mm-hmm. I think he he likes the poetic justice somehow that way, and he rears back and swings up as an action uh, with the mace uh, with a 16 to hit. Against the Duergar or the... Yes. Duergar. The Duergar. That hits. Um, sweet. That's gonna do... Damn. Four points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And as a bonus action, he's going to bite at him again. It is a dirty 20 to hit. Don't usually hit, so I gotta check how much damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's nine points of damage. Nice! Okay. He's bloodied. And just for chips and giggles, temporary hit points. Yeah, I got a few. Spitz, your turn. Guess what? It's time to be an Angie Bear. Angie Bear. Uh, <laughs> um, so this is a pretty mad bear. It's just she starts raging, and she uh, is knows that she hurt this guy pretty bad. Mm-hmm. 
So she's gonna go for him again. Okay. Go for a nice chomp, aiming at the jugular. Aim for the jugular. Spits from Rob from Boston. Uh, <laughs> no, but she is um, Timon. Uh, so it's <laughs> seventeen to hit for the bite. Okay, you managed to like not. It's it's kind of like flailing back. He's flailing back, and you manage. He's like his shield is pushed to the side, and you lunge at him and just launch. Yeah. Like clamp your jaws around his neck. Yeah, and that is uh, thirteen points of damage. He had four. Yeah, she rips his throat out. Wow, let's let's go. And the Duragar shrieks down and just (laughs) collapses into a heap on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, that's gotta use that good advice. Go for the jugular. Uh, Spitz will go for the the next one that's right next to her, the other enlarged one. Uh-huh. Uh, with her second multi-attack with claws, she's going for the for the ankles to make it harder for it to walk. Okay. So why not? That is a twenty-three to hit. Oh, that hits. And that does math. Twenty? Uh, no, don't listen to me. I saw a two and got excited. <laughs> uh, fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points. He's still yes. up. Okay. And then she growls again. And temporary hit points. Tracks. Alright, so I'm gonna finish beating this dude. Anyway, first one probably didn't hit, it's an 11. That misses. I missed that first one, first hand. Second one is a 16 for. That will hit. Uh, 13 points of damage. Oh, okay. He's still up. Not doing well, but he's still up. And then uh, Brunamart's gonna hit this dude down here. Uh, that's a 14. Um, I believe the spore servant. Yeah. Yes, that's spore servant. That should hit. Uh, yes. That's gonna do uh eight points of damage on that first one. Okay. Second one. Yeah, that's gonna hit. That's a twenty-two. Uh, and that's gonna do. Oh, geez, dang. Seventeen points of damage. Damn. Yeah. He's still up. Okay. And that'll be it for us for team tracks. I did these in the order that in which you played, so I have to give you the lower one. You get nine temporary hit points, and Brittlemark gets twelve. Alright, so I'll be fine. By the way, I'm rolling all of these temporary hit die with uh, Raven Riddle uh, dice that uh, are like east of the sun, west of the moon, or whatever, and I uh, oh, just yeah. I love these things, but that's, that's like where every temporary hit point are coming from yeah. tonight. Check hey. them out on Twitter. Donar, your turn. A uh, question for you, Ron. This, um... Yeah. Quagoth Chin that's directly to the south. Is yes. it uh, in proximity to the throne at all? He is right next to it, yes. Does it seem to have any effect it being that close to proximity? No. Not there there was no moment of like shaking itself to to stave you, off any effect. You, uh you're you're I mean it's I mean, do you want there to be? Oh. Um Donar was going to take the shove action if it was close enough. Uh, you're not feeling any... It's it's just made of shardlin. It doesn't seem to have any, like... It's not radiating evil, if that's what you're asking. Gotcha. Okay. Because then it, it, it would probably be close enough to... Um... Okay. In that case, Donar will not shove. Instead, he's going to attack <laughs> dude down here. Uh, once with the frying pan, I will also roll with Raven and Riddle. For the fun of it. Uh, how does it... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry to hurt your sales with a natural one. Oh. Um, oh. It was a one in 20 shot. You're uh, getting out of the way. But uh, Donor, as a bonus action, is going to use two weapon fighting for the first time. Oh, and uh, he's been holding. Ooh, Ron, I might need your help on this because okay. figure out what we decided. Uh, Donor's been swinging the frying pan with his left hand. Off of his right hand, sometime on the uh, journey down here, Donar would have taken what looks like and essentially is a rusty old box cheese grater out of his pack and hooked it onto his belt Mm -hmm. on the right side. So Donar first is going to swing the cheese grater. Hang on, hang on. Before he does that, though, is Donar a greater weapon master? Oh, that was cheesy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. We I can do it. cheddar than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I know that was pretty good that you just... I, I, I thought it was better than the last you, one, actually. You guys are all mo- moonsters. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Swing, Depends on how you pronounce it. Swing in a Swiss. All right, so we're going <laughs> to swing the cheese grater first. Okay. Bree. Oh, that's a 17. <laughs> well, that hits. Okay, so Bree. we're using dagger stats for this, but with my yes. charisma, so that's 1d4 plus 4. Correct, yes. Um. Oh, I, I'm using a bonus action, so I don't know if I can do the fun thing I was going to do. I'll, I'll do the first damage first. Okay. So that's going to be 7 of, I guess, oh, slashing wait, damage. If it's a if it's an offhand weapon... Yeah, you, you only can't... get mod if you've got the fighting style. Yeah, you can't you can't add your oh, mod. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. it's just a straight D four. Yeah. Well, then that is just going to be three uh, slashing damage. Okay, Still pretty good. Yeah, Still pretty okay. Three for days. a cheese grater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you just see like this jagged, like it's like ripped out fur, ah. and he's like bleeding into his fur. It didn't have to be rusty. Oh, that's, that's why Donar was never going to use it for actual cheese. Oh. What's funny yeah, is, like, I like, it's rusty because, you know, it could potentially cause tetanus, but most likely they're going to be dead. <laughs> it's poison damage. Yes. <laughs> um, he, he rolled a four on his con check to avoid Tetris. Tetris. It starts stacking until it gets faster and faster. Oh, God. What is this? Donar's got a bonus action L block. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Donar? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> okay. Thirteen. Uh, points for Donar. Thirteen, you said. Thirteen, I said. Hot dicks. Thanks, buddy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Don't ask questions you don't know the, what the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> the Quagoth at us going up against uh, tracks is. Like, you just see this fury build in his face, and as he's just drooling, and he's just, like, snarling at you, Trax. And he attacks, and gets a... He rolls a 22 to hit. Oh, sorry, that's my AC, dude. Yeah. And he does... Oh! Uses Wounded Fury. Well, hang on. If he rolls a 22, Brutamart's gonna reach over... With Brutamart's big old shield arm and block adding plus two to my AC. You have to be within five feet of her, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, the Quagoth's claw is like Brutamart reaches over and like scratches against and, and Brutamart's like, ah, does she take the damage? Or does it she... doesn't say. It just how says does that, that it, add, it 
Bruno Mars and then five beat him. If it adds to your AC, then it's smack. Okay, I, just, awesome. I, I like to think we'll change it. It's starting to attack, and Bruno Mars just kind of like smacks it away. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Does that thing. The Fang laughs. <laughs> he's he's kind of having fun over here. <laughs> Rittermar's like, sorry. Okay. No, I, I appreciate the, it. Uh, this Quagoth that is on Donar that you just grated, cheese grated, <laughs> angrily. Oh, sorry, it's a multi-attack. Uh, uh, there's another attack on track, sorry. Um, but that's only a 19. Get that. Didn't even need Brutamar for that. One. So, yeah. Um, two attacks on Donar. Let's do it. That's a 15. Yep. And an 8. 15 hits, 8 is not. Four points of slashing. Sweet. This one attacks. Attack spits. And two claw attacks. Oh, God. A 22 and a 21. Those hit this okay. squishy bear. Squishy bear. That is a nine and a nine. Oh my god, double sixes. Uh-huh. That's eighteen total. She angie, so at nine. Okay. Well actually, okay, okay, actually, rounding down. So it's four. Each. Oh! Ha ha! So it's actually eight. Look at you not rat bastarding. <laughs> 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 I just want to be careful. I just want. I just Rod. want to get the rules right. I just want to get the Rat rules right. Bestying. Yes. <laughs> Rat thank bestying. You. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna ask about it, but I was like, well, if they're the same number, I'll just take the same number. But I like this better. Yeah. Always round down. Usually when it's round. <laughs> um, this karma will balance out sooner. Or later. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. The uh, other two. <laughs> Rat bestying. The other two are going to... One's going to aid the other. And because he's in the shell, he's they're going to pick you up. Oh, God. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no Donatello. <Karma. laughs> and it's karma time. These guys have, like, 17 strengths, so... Um, they carry you... Let's see. It's this guy... So they're going to carry you over here. <laughs> Take it out. What? Take it out. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as far as they can get you. But they're basically, and actually they're going to get to where they're kind of blocking you from everybody else. Okay. And that's all they do. <laughs> we we take the turtle and we push him over. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any okay. other better ideas? <laughs> oh, that's good. That was a good one. <laughs> Duragar. <laughs> one on Fang. A seven to attack. And the nope. enlarged one Stop. on Spitz <laughs> is a 19. Hello, Squiddy. Yeah. Still playing the cash register. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay, oh, no. this is... <laughs> D8s. Okay. Um, 2d8 while enlarged. That is... Ouch. 9 plus 2. 11 halved, so 5. <laughs> yeah. 5 piercing. There is no high better than this. I'm <laughs> telling you. 5 piercings. And... T- <laughs> 2 in each nipple, 1 in the lip. <laughs> Just grab them. Just grab them and twist. <laughs> Oh, 
Bran. The worst purple nurple. So, Bran Sherwood. I see them hup hup hopping the turtle away. They look like they're gonna push him through the door, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna stop that. Okay. So I'm gonna move my hunter's mark over to we'll say the one on the left. Okay. And then I'm going to take not a sharpshooter shot, just a regular shot. Okay. No. Not with Brand. That is a 19 to hit. That hits. Is Brune... He's not incapacitated. He is prone prone. on the ground. So it does say I would have advantage on strength checks. I don't know how that works. My question is, do I get sneak attack? (laughs) Yes, he's there. Yes, they are. Yes, yes, yes. All right, then I'm going to shoot him, and I've got this damage. Ooh, max damage. That's 12 plus, don't fuck me, sneak attack. Decent. That's uh, 19 plus another 6. Ooh, plus 5. So 22? 22. Does that sound right? He's still up. Damn it. And that's all I got. Okay. 13 temporary hit points. Thank you. Oak. Uh, Oak will emerge from his turtle shell. Uh, what ha- what, uh, normally the, the, that'd be the a The are like pushing and they're like, fuck. <laughs> okay, so they didn't pick me up. They were literally sliding me. Okay, that's hilarious. Like a big old hockey puck. <laughs> Great. Um, so I. It's like I, in Mario Kart. They're like. Yes. So I use my bonus action uh, to emerge, and as I do, uh, he just kind of comes out with two short swords out. Okay. Um, <laughs> he had them in stock. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to immediately see uh, that Bran has just hit one of them, and he's going to attack that one at least okay. one time. Roll to hit. Uh, for a 24 to hit. That hits, for sure. For five damage. Okay. And then, uh, if that doesn't do it... Okay, cool. We'll attack him again with a dirty 20 to hit Mm -hmm. for another five damage. He is still... Damn it. ...up. Then, um, that's gonna... That's gonna be it. That's 12 temporary hit points. Damn. Fang, your turn. Do you guys remember that YouTube video of the turtle, like, fucking a shoe? It's like, and you're oh, playing yeah. on the whole hey, oh, That's the Taylor Swift one. Hey, you see that with bird with And I'm lying on the whole hard ground. That's where my mind went. Anyway. Um, that, oh, no, no context spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> to the listeners, if you're not as delirious as we are, I, I don't know what to tell you. That was Oak's turn, right? Did, Oak, you yep. got your temporary hit points from me? Yep, got it. 12. Yes, okay. It's your turn, uh, Fang. Yeah, he's going to do the same thing he did last time, so the mace is a natural 20. Let's go, buddy. Hell yeah! Hey! So that's going to be 13 points of bludgeoning. Describe how you knock this guy's... Uh, just mace uppercut straight to the chin. Okay, you just like, boom, his chin, his beard kind of goes flying back, and he like 
falls back and you hear a crack and he falls back and is no more. And as a bonus action, Fang um, lunges for the Quagoth that Trax is fighting Mm -hmm. uh, for a Fang attack, a shifter attack. Fang attack. Uh, And that natural 20 pro... Made me get a natural one on this one. So, wow. Uh, oh, no. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Okay. Instant karma's gonna get you. Okay. And that's it for me. Okay, the spore servants, who's left? There's three of them left. One against Donar. That's a miss. And a 22. Yep. For five points of slashing. Okay, this spore servant runs up and attacks the turtle. That is an 18 and a 7. Uh, is He's attacking twice? Or? Yeah, he has okay. two, two claws. Yeah. The 18 hits. For four points of slashing. Right. The third spore servant is attacking uh, Mrs. Donar. Sweet. Who's Mrs. Okay. Donar? <laughs> what? Don't wait to meet her. <laughs> so, many con- so many confessions tonight. Listen, Danica's busy. Hey! Mrs. <laughs> Misses. I said misses. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Spitz, your turn. Misses the pliable. <laughs> uh, once again, Angry Bear gonna fuck up this giant Duragar. Okay. If she can. Uh, that's 17 for the bite. That will hit. Beautiful. Uh, 11 points of damage. He's still up, but barely. Oh. Well, she got multi-attack. <laughs> Claws. I don't know. She's going for the jugular again. If, like, you can, if you can hit, don't, he has one hit point don't. left. <laughs> I got a 23 hit. to hit. It hits. Yeah. You, do, and you, you, are, uh, you said you're going for the jugular again? Yeah. This is a, just yeah. a repeat of what just happened. And he shrinks down and like lands... Exactly next to his friend, and two mall bare mauled bodies on the floor. Yeah, and she looks at the remaining enemies and just lets out a big roar. <sighs> yeah, and gets ten temporary hit points if she wants them. Yeah, she'll take them. And tracks Barbfoot. All right, well I'm gonna go after this guy to leave Fang this guy. So you you go get him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Terrifying. Yeah, that's a net. That's a dirty twenty. Four. He has four hit points. Oh yeah, left. that's a nine. So I'm gonna say I he thought you dead. moved, but you didn't move. So I'm just gonna have no. I'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just okay. gonna just deck him, and I'm gonna punch him, and he's gonna slam his head down into the ground. You just hear bones crunch underneath his furred face. Punch this dude. Okay. Four. Nope, probably missed. Thirteen? No wait, thirteen hits, right? 13 hits, these guys. They're, they're just fur. I mean, they're fast. That's how they get their AC. That's going to be 10 points. And then I'm going to have Britomart attack this this douche. That, yeah, that hits. Okay. I rolled an 18. Plus 7. So. Okay. And that's going to do... The first one is going to do 11 points of damage. Okay. Second one is going to do... Oh, if I hit... No. uh, 13. That 13 hits, right? For Thir- that guy, too. 13. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the spore servants, yes, yes, yes. 13. That is gonna do... Oh, shit. It was a six and it fell! 11 points. 
It's hard. Okay. Um, the second blow, the p- second punch, like you just hear its, c- its chest cave in with a crunch and pieces of mushroom and fungus fly off of it. And it is no more. We turn around and say, nice. I didn't mean to hit him that oh, hard. Oh, good. Keep it up. 11 points for you and 12 for Brittamart, if you want them. Uh, Donar, your turn. Great. So Donar is going, he's going to see Oak emerge and say, oh, dude, good to have you back, which is uh, Bardic Inspiration. He is going to move to this square via uh, an L shape. <laughs> so he doesn't provoke <laughs> an opportunity attack. And also he doesn't get tracks in the Thunder Wave that he casts again. Kaden, and he's gonna get uh, all, all of the southernmost spore servants and Oak, and also I believe Brittomart. So, fifteen foot, fifteen foot cube, which should get up to here and get up to Brittomart up here. Well, these are five foot squares, so like it's fifteen by side. It's not fifteen from that. That would be radius. Um, a cube is is like nine squares. Like oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because that 15, 15 from you is like fifteen foot radius. Um, this is just gotcha. doing it. You pick a point, and it's like those nine squares around that. The squares around that point in a square. Oh, okay, that that makes sense. Well, I may have done that wrong earlier, it's okay. actually, but it's earlier fine. in the campaign, not like me casting Hail of Thorns wrong for all of Avernus. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it out to our DM. Last two levels. Yeah, we we, we did. We did okay. So Dorno's going to cast Thunderway from this spot, which will only get these two directly to his east. Uh, one is a, serv- a spore servant, and one is not. Okay. Um, uh, the spore servant rolls a five. Nice. See? I think it's a dirty 20 for the other one. Well, that's silly. One out of two ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, <laughs> it's a dirty 20 for the... The spore servant fails. The Quagoth succeeds. Gotcha. So uh, that is uh, ten for the spore servant and five for Quagonshin. Quagonshin. We have Quagonshin and Bruno Mars in our game, and neither of them are aware. No. How could they be? The spore servant. Like, its bones collapse, you hear cracking, and you see pieces of fungus fly off of it, and it just collapses in a heap on the ground. Um, Twelve temporary hit points, Donar. Thanks, sir. Holy crap. How many points was the half? Five? Uh, five. That one dies, too. Yeah, let's go. Yeah! Yeah! Damn. The Quagoth attacks Trax, and two claw attacks for a fifteen... And a natural one, missing tracks. And the other one attacks Oak for an 13 and a natural one. I'm not going to roll. I'm going to put away my gold dice for... Um, no, keep them. Keep them. Yeah, let's get out the Starbucks die. Okay. I'm going to use a reaction to do my repost um, maneuver uh-huh. on that miss. So I'm going to attack it with one of the short swords that I have out. That's a uh, 15 to hit. A 15 uh, against the Quagoth hits. It does hit. Ah, uh, dope. Cool. Then uh, I get to roll that plus already die. Nine damage. It has not been injured before, and it is now. Okay. 
The Duragar are dead. It is Brand's turn. Round five. Eight temporary hit points. Oh, unless that wasn't your turn. It was not my turn. Um, thank you. <laughs> bonus action to move Hunter's Mark to that guy that's just in no man's land now. Because mm-hmm. I do not want him coming for me. This is a spore servant down here. Yeah, that one. And sharpshooter shot. I want to take him out. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration from Donar. Let's go, bud. Okay. It's a D6. Yes, sir. Dear God, do good. Five. Fifteen to hit. Come on. That hits. They have an AC of 13. God, I still don't get sneak attack, though. Fuck. Uh, that's gonna be... Ten plus Hunter's Mark, which is D6. Fourteen plus ten, so twenty-four points of piercing damage. With a shower of mushrooms and fungus, he collapses to the ground and actually collapses over the arm of the Chardolin throne. Nice. Nobody nobody breathe that in. Brand's just going to click his little switch again. Uh, Oak. All right. Oak is going to quickly uh, stow his two short swords. And like Mm -hmm. as he puts them kind of at his hips, he's going to grab the, the meat hook on the chain to attack this one right in front of him. Okay. The first one is another 15 to hit. That hits. Seven damage, and then he'll whip it around and hit him again. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. For another seven damage, but I'm going to add to this one, I'm going to do use my bonus action to add a grappling attack. Mm Mm-hmm try to grapple as a bonus action and I add my superiority dice to the strength check. Okay. This is a... Can I also add my inspiration to that? Yes, if you can add inspiration to anything. Great. I'm gonna do that. So I have a total of 9 plus 3 is 12 plus 6 is 18 for the grapple. He rolled a, a 16 plus 3 19. Damn oh. it. He's just like growling in your face like just... <laughs> Wicked sharp teeth gritting from ear to ear. Sure got Bran, but I just rolled both uh, Max for for Damn. Uh, Bran and Oak, so thirteen temporary hit points for both of you. Great, Thank hell you. yeah! And Fang's turn. Fang is clear right now. Trax took care of the Quagoth that was uh, nearby, so Fang is going to round the corner around Brutomart toward the side. Uh, that Bran is on and kind of come to the bottom of the stairs here at the mm-hmm. south, facing uh, the action toward the southeast. And I suppose from where he's at, she is going to reach out his hands. He's going to keep a distance, but he's going to reach out his right hand and cast that like marionette puppet from his fingers kind of vibe and uh, cast Toll the Dead and okay. kind of and ring those bells in this Duragar's head. So this is a full not undead thing or sports servant. He has a plus one to this roll and it's not much better. It's a five. Cool. Is it missing any of its hit points? It is missing some of its hit points. Uh, 17 um, necrotic damage. Yikes. Nice. He's still up. Wow. Hurting bad, but he's still up. Spits. 
Great. Uh, I feel like I maybe shouldn't bite these things. This one, um, this one is not a spore serpent. This one is a like a, a this flesh one and blood. Yeah, the one that's close to me. Yeah, yeah I'm a bite it. Yeah, they're actually they're furry. <laughs> they look like kind of weird little like furry men, but they've got like these like long like evil faces. Furry men. Very gross. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is not my best. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 does hit these guys, however. And that is 13 points of piercing damage. Let me see how many they have. That guy has... Oh, he's... Actually, was a little bit healthy. He's still up, though. He's bloodied. Great. Um, then Spitz is gonna go ahead and just claw him as well. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, that's 21 to hit. It hits. 14 points of slashing damage. He's up, but barely. She growls at him. For fun. He's kind of like, like, kind of this little evil laugh that's kind of caught in his throat. That's <laughs> you. Like the blood mm. covering his white fur. Okay, Trex. I like that. No, I don't like that. That's another max temporary hit points if you want them. 13. Oh, yes. Alright, we're gonna. Thank you. We're gonna get this guy. We're going to pound this guy together. We're going to double team him. I'm proud of these. I'm going to use my fist on him. We're both going to use our fists on him, actually. <laughs> nice, man. Uh, All right. 23 aye, aye, to hit. Aye, aye. That hits. All right. That first fist uh, did seven. Okay. He is no longer oh, alive. Okay. Couldn't take many fists. <laughs> A Brittlemart is trying to mimic like your uh, attack. Like you go up with the armor and like attack, and Brittlemart like is watching you, and it's like tries to mirror you. Anything else tracks? Uh, so, uh can I go after this guy now? <laughs> go here. Yeah. I'm gonna fist him. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a twenty-five. It's gonna be eight points of damage, and I'm just gonna bring Brittlemart up here. Um, how would you like to finish this combat off? All right, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna punch the first one and just kind of like run past him, and then I'm gonna do a little jog to get a little bit of steam, and then I'm gonna jump up and. And Brutomart's jogging behind you. You know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna have Brutomart be part of this. Is I'm gonna jump up and Brutomart's okay. gonna like kind of give me like a little boost, and just like lift me up in the air, and I'm just gonna go <laughs> and just slam slam down on that guy. <laughs> Okay, and you just like cave in his head and he just face down into the floor and like blood stained and no more and we're out of combat. And I want tracks just before I finally before that ends. I just want tracks to kind of like his eyes are closed and he's just like. (sighs) Um, As the combat wraps up, Oak. To the south in that room, the door is wide open, and you just there's this stench that's wafting out and just hits your nose. It's like like just dark and filthy and just smelly in there. There's something most foul down this way. As a bear, I have uh uh advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. So can I make a perception check? Yeah, make a perception as a check. Bear? Add advantage, yes. It is. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it is. God, switching back and forth between these 
is crazy. Uh, 13. 13. With a 13, it smells like like some sort of like nasty, like a pack of nasty animals live down there. Like just feral, nasty creatures and they don't clean up after themselves and you you smell death and bones and rotting meat does this smell familiar to you bear woman uh well are you are you, are you still bear are you still she was still bear okay. but after learning this i'm gonna come out of wild shape did you just call uh, her bear woman we know her name i know but she was a bear i I do call myself the Bear Lady sometimes as well. It's That's okay, Oak. I'll call you Turtle Man here and there. Um, it smells rather horrifying down that way. And like death and decay and feral creatures. That's probably the where we're going to end up going. <laughs> the Uruguard came from the north, did they not? And Fang points to the, the Yeah, there's, there's two... Um, open doors. So these doors are kind of smallish, like dwarven size, actually. They're, they're anybody uh, taller than a dwarf would have to duck to get into them. Uh, also, the um, the biped myconid that's over, uh, over in the east part of the room is still just shivering. Would I know if it speaks any languages? Yeah, because knowing... Okay, because you've done stuff which we'll talk about in the origins thing we're going to do at some point. Um, make a, a nature roll. Okay. Uh, 15. You know these things are called myconids. They communicate with each other through spores and do not have a language of their own. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, what would you like to do? Is everybody doing all right? That was a lot. I'm doing freaking okay. Good on you for, for drawing fire there, bro. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, do we want to check out up north before heading to what smells a lot like death in the south? Do we want to try to do something for bro over there at the wall? I don't know what we could do. Yeah, what what was his deal? Could you describe him again? What's going on? With the, uh, the, the myconid? Yeah. It's a tall, like, fungus-looking guy. Um... He's a his arm, his left arm is completely torn off. The, around him, you see these five or six jugs, and they appear to be filled with spores off of his body. And you see, you look at his body. Make a medicine check. Anybody? Or Anybody? Yeah. Ooh. Fang, I'll approach him and make one as Not well. Me. I got it's a, a nine. natural one for a three <laughs> <laughs> or four. I've gotten 11. 11. That's We're not a very good. medical group. Um, no. Spitz, We're good you notice people. You actually look and you see... I'm medicine. I just rolled like shit. I got a 19. Okay. Brandon wow. Brand Spitz, <laughs> Spitz, you see... Um, it looks like he has several, like, slices. No blood. It's just slices and, like, maybe a little bit of, like, sap or, like, wetness. But, like, he has several places where it looks like he's been punctured or sliced <sighs> open. And his his left arm has been torn off, and you just see like these fibers just kind of like hanging loosely off of the the open wound. Uh, what sort of material does he appear to be made of? A mushroom, like some sort just of mushroom? like yeah, some sort of like you know like soft, spongy. Uh, you see like 
parts of his body, like his shoulders and his like head and his arms have like this tough chitinous covering to them. But the rest of his body is kind of like soft and like, like uh, porous. I'm going to walk over and pick up the arm. Okay. And on my way, I'm going to pick the arrow that was out of the spore servant that was sitting on the altar. Right. And just kind of rip it out, and I'm going to walk over to the arm. Okay. Make an insight check. Okay. Not when I roll a four. That's a ten. Ten. It kind of, like, raises its other arm up in front of itself, but that's that's it. Was as it does that, Fang, from where he's standing, telepathically speaks with Pinky, uh, gives him a, what do you think? Can you... Can you read this one? I, I'm getting some sort of thoughts, but they're alien, almost as alien as like the, the mind flares. Yelithid. Mm. It seems a peaceful creature. Is it seems, that- I'm getting a sense of it being frightened. And does it have any desire from us that you can translate? I think I would need your permission to go into its mind. Uh, Fang looks at it, it's missing an arm, leaking, and whatever it's leaking, and he says, I I think this is one of those moments. Um, so you cast the tech thoughts through Pinky. Yeah. You're getting a sense of, you're seeing it's frightened of you. You get these flashes of images of these hideous white-furred creatures poking daggers and using their talons to slice up its body and you get these images of the creature kind of trying to throw these spores from its body which have powers but it's completely depleted it's completely it's used all the spores and you get this image of these the quagoths taking the catching the spores in the jars so I have detect thoughts up as a bonus action. I can send a telepathic message. Um, so I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to fang a walk a little closer to it and get like within its line of sight and make eye contact with it. Okay. He's, uh, the minute is passed. He's no longer shifted. He's a little more collected looking. And uh, his thoughts is it? Huh? I got to see if this is if it has to be a certain. I think it's message. I think it's essentially a message spell which doesn't have any limitations okay um he'll just look it right in the eye and telepathically he'll just he'll say i am sorry for your pain he's choosing his words carefully he says we are here to eradicate the threat that has done this to you we cannot do much but i can heal some of your wounds can you find your way home it says in your mind name is pluruta is speaking real slowly it says in this reply it says have used all of my spores cannot fight back i am at your mercy i am in pain healing please final burn of first level cure wounds Give him seven hit points. 
You see the kind of the wound kind of close up a little bit with your magic, healing magics. He kind of looks up at you, and it's like the crown, like this mushroom-shaped crown, and just kind of like hiding like these kind of like slim eyes just right underneath it. Like you can't really see any pupils, but you can kind of see like these were where eyes would be. And it looks up at you, looks at you directly. And this one spore kind of comes out and floats over to you and starts hovering above your head and starts to float down at you. What do you do? Uh, I don't break its gaze. I'll, I'll just keep looking. I trust it. It lands on you. You hear a voice in your head. That is much better. We can communicate now. I was able to use a little bit of my energy to create one more spore. Then you're saying that we can communicate? Thanks. I can hear you. Yes, my name is Pluruta. Your name is Fang? Yeah, Fang is looking at everybody else. Nobody else is hearing this. <laughs> Fang, what's going on, we're dude? Not, we're not hearing uh, this. Uh, he says, uh, forgive me, uh, this is Pluruta. Am I saying that correctly? Pluruta. I am uh, the Mykonid sovereign of my people. The Mykonid sovereign of his people. Wow. Can you, um, can you, can you, uh, is there any way you can ask him, uh, has he seen a general layout of the, of the keep? Does he know where, where we shouldn't go, where we should go? Uh, yes, Pluruta, we are here on, we are here on a, on a, a very serious, uh, mission to, to deal with the, the threat of the Duragar and the, the further looming threat that is uh, a, a dragon that is in their possession. Um, how long have you been here? Do you know your way around? I have been here for many, many light cycles, is what it translates to in your head. And you get this mm-hmm. image of this big rock where it kind of like glows and the glow kind of goes down to the tip and then the tip kind of glows back up to the base of the stalactite. Hmm. Mm. Thanks for that. Brand, well, Brand can't hear this. Okay. Fang <laughs> says, I, I think I understand. That sounds like a very long time. You, uh, d- d- do you happen to know which, which direction we could find uh, a, a, a spe- very specific Duragar named Zardarak? Zardarak is their... Zardarak is their sovereign. Uh, yes, I do believe. He was the one who brought me to his throne room, has ordered his creatures to attack me, steal my spores. Yes, and we would like to bring justice upon him for this. I have not seen the rest of... They brought me here in a box. I know there is an entrance... And he kind of points to the northwest corner. He kind of points to the northwest. You say this is where they went? This is where they brought... I know that there is an entrance to... It translate as translates directly as Underdark. He says a word that doesn't make sense to you, but it translates to Underdark. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, it, I, I forgive us, but we, can, we cannot stay here. We, we, we must press on. Uh, if you do, you think that you can find your way home? I need rest before I can able to defend myself. Okay, uh, but he is—he is saying that there is an entrance to uh, something, uh, some 
entrance to somewhere that I do not think that I I understood that over there. And Fang points to the northwest. Says he needs to rest, uh, but uh, he is aware that we are moving on. So uh, he 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 was brought here in a box. I do not believe my, he knows much much of the layout of the keep. My home is many miles underneath the ground from here. Uh, well, if uh, if you think that you can find your way home, uh, then rest here. I do not believe that anything will will be coming this way again. If 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 it's coming this direction, it will meet us first. It nods. And kind of struggles to its feet, putting its one remaining arm up against the wall. It stands up and looks at you. Pluruta thanks you. The Mycanid nation thanks you. Mm. We are not so different. Sometimes we just need a little bit of help. At that note, uh, what Bran has been doing is he took the arm and using the arrow as somewhat of a rough uh, needle mm-hmm. has torn some leather off of his cloak and had made like a sort of sling to put the arm in. Got it. And he's gonna go up and one hand up arm and stuff in the other just to kind of show reverence mm-hmm. and you know, non-threatening. Make a persuasion check at advantage because of Fang communicating. Uh, persuasion? Yes, at advantage. Uh, that's not great. It's a nine. Um, you hear a voice in your head, Fang. It says, what is this man trying to do to me with my arm? If you trust me, I, I, I believe I trust him. I think that he is trying to help you. And Fang gives a kind of side eye to Bran while he says that. Um, it nods at you, Bran. I'm going to reach into my pack and pull out a good berry and just uh, put it in my mouth and chew it a little bit mm-hmm. just to kind of paste it up. Uh, then I'm going to slowly approach him and kind of press his arm back into where it was. Okay. And I'm going to put the sling around his other shoulder uh, so it'll kind of lock it into place. And I'm going to use the good berry as kind of a base just to mash around and help it it blend. Got it. And then I'll just cast an extra first level cure wounds to help set it in place. Um, it, you get a sensation, Fang, that he's pleased, and Pluruta says, "I, this will aid in my reconstruction. It will take less time to regrow." It was uh, ten points of nice. healing. Okay, excellent. And Bran just kind of says, "It may hurt a bit, but it should graft." Fang kind of gives him a nod, uh, saying. We are all, we are not all so bad up here. Tell your people, and safe journey home. Thank you. And it stands, and it starts to walk. And it, the entrance is to the north. I will follow you all out. Um, Fang says, I, I believe that the direction is this way. Um, so maybe, should we avoid the, the, the death-smelling section and maybe head, head north? That is where the monsters who tortured me lived. Oh, he says that is the, the, the pen for the monsters, for the Quagots, I believe. 
North it is. I didn't really like those guys. Let's go. Let's go fist those guys. Tracks. Yes, what? Use, use that recorder when you talk. Listen That's to yourself. That's all. <laughs> what? It's uncouth. That's it, all I've got to say is just tracks. I don't, I don't. Uh, you little lizard man. Oak, um, that open door, um, <laughs> it looks like it opens up into a room with a lot of arrow slits in it. Got it. Yeah, through through that whole thing, Oak was kind of just kind of circling around the room, uh, just kind of seeing what he can from all those open doors that were left, seeing if that smell comes back from anywhere else. Yeah, just the smell was just coming from the uh, southeast room. Right. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, heading toward those doors. Moving on. Oak would stick his head, seeing as we're going to go through the other doors that he's not by, he'll stick his head kind of in this okay. threshold just to see what he can see kind of stealthily if he if that's relevant. It looks like you can see into the hallway that's to the west. Looks like there's another room to the east. You smell the smell of hot metal coming from the east. If I'm proficient in Smith's tool, I don't know. The can I get a sense that it's like it's a, like it's, a, a forge it's some sort type? of forge, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why don't I lead the way? See what's ahead. That sounds great. I still do look like a Duragar. That's uh, oh, you know I've <laughs> I noticed that this this whole time you do you look so much like a Duragar. If, if we y'all if remembered, this, if that was like a, a week ago, I would have forgot. I would have remembered it, but I. <laughs> It's an oddly specific amount of time there. You're an odd little fellow. <laughs> Anyways. No, cut that. Cut that out. Cut that out. That was for us. <laughs> Snack for the chef. Bran is going forward. Okay. Stealthfully. So, Bran, you you head into into the hallway. Roll a stealth, stealth check. Yeah. It's going to be a 32. <laughs> no. This is a 19. Okay. Still really good. Still really good. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a nine. As we're filtering through this door, Oak would kind of just mumble almost maybe to himself, just like, a break maybe after some more fighting would would be nice. Not now, but maybe soon. What are you mumbling yeah. to yourself over there? Uh, just getting tired. Do you, do you not have a third wind? If they're talking this loud, Bran's moving faster. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and move up the corridor. You get to these double doors. Um, there is a um, a bar. Uh, actually, no, this, there's a lock on this door. There is a, a, a switch to undo the lock on this side. But it is currently in the locked position. I will unlock it. Shang is behind him. He's looking through the arrow holes, uh, seeing what he can see. Oak oh, is yeah. doing the same on the opposite okay. side of the hallway. Got Spitz it. would also be doing the same. Yeah. I keep forgetting to move my token. Yeah, don't forget to move your token so you can... Basically, if combat comes out, and if you're like, your token is really far away, that's where you start the combat. So just be care- make, make sure you're always moving up. Dono's going to try to go in. If Trax is going forward, Dono's going to try to go in at the same time, because he does not want to be... Last in line in this fortress again. Okay, I've got I've got, uh, I've got Brutamart at the oh back. sweet. Okay, Bran, you're gonna open the door. Uh, before I open it, I'm gonna listen at it to see if I hear clanging, banging. You hear clanging and banging coming from the east 
but it's not a lot of clanging and banging. It's like like more like hissing, like sounds of hot metal being submerged in something. All right, I'm gonna stealthily open the door. Okay, try to peek out. This cavern is unlit and has a jagged 30-foot-high ceiling. A strange sight confronts you as four Duragar, two of them much larger than normal, use ropes to restrain a hulking biped with an insectoid body. A large sack has been pulled over the creature's bulbous head. They haven't noticed you yet. There is also a set of double doors to the east, and the cavern kind of... uh, stretches out to the southwest, and also there is a passageway leading north. Uh, what do you do? They haven't noticed you. Choose quickly, because they might. They're kind of struggling. The, the creature's like, you're like chittering and like mandibles clacking together. I'm taking down a Duragar with Longbow. Uh, roll initiative. This will be a surprise round for Bran. <laughs> oh god, that was awful. Actually. Hey! The best I've rolled in a long time. Same. I'm gonna burn my inspiration on initiative. That was the same damn thing. No! <laughs> oh, okay. that's the worst feeling. That's awful. Uh, Oak, what'd you get? Sorry, I didn't know we were all doing it. 16. <laughs> 16. We're all doing it, Oak. Roll initiative. Uh, Bran, what'd you get? 10. Uh, tracks 22. Yeah. Fang? 6. Okay. Donar. Also 22. 22. Uh, Spitz, what'd you get? 18. Bran, go ahead and make your attack. Alright. It is... Uh, my Hunter's Mark should still be active, right? If it lasts for an hour? If it lasts for an hour, correct, yes. Then I'm going to bonus action put it on him. Okay. And I'm going to take a sharpshooter shot with advantage for a surprise and hopefully uh will a 14 hit um against the Duragar who is not currently using a shield it will hit yes oh thank god alright here comes the goods so with assassinate it's it's automatic crit with assassinate Mm mhm so that's gonna be 12 for the bow. Okay. 12 for Gloomstalker. Okay. Stalk that gloom. Uh, s- sneak attack. Where are you? There you are. 14 for sneak attack. Okay. And then another 10 for sharpshooter. God damn. Okay. Yikes. How many points total was that? Oh, wait, wait. 48. Wait, hold on. I forgot Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark! Plus another eight. So how many total was that? Let's... Did I do bad math? I think it was 56. There's the math in Not only did you kill him, but you brought him to negative his hit points. Oh my god. (laughs) You double killed him. Okay. Double kill. So what if he killed kill. the what if he killed the one next to him? No. Like the arrow was so strong. Well, <laughs> what I, if I do have my actual attack. That was my Gloomstalker attack. Okay. God damn. This is what happens. Um you kill that one and suddenly the the rope he was holding he lets go of it as he falls to the ground just like the arrow completely like through his skull. The creature roars 
Arr! And he re- pulls up with his big pincer and pulls the sack off of his head, and you see its eyes kind of like mesmerize, looking spinning at you. Um, go ahead and make your attack, your second attack. I'm going to do it on the second Duragar. Is that okay. Cool? Okay. Go ahead. All right. That's going to be. Da, da, da. Where are you? I will do sharpshooter on this one as well. Okay. With advantage because I've acted before them. And that is. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits. Okay. This one will also crit. This is an enlarged Duragar. And this one just gets bow damage. So 15 points of piercing damage. Okay, so this is what happens. You kill the first Duragar. The second Duragar, like, takes the arrow. The insect creature, like, reaches up with its claw and pulls the sack away and it looks over at you. Fang and... Fang and Bran, I'd like you to make... At the beginning of your next turn, I would like you to make a charisma saving throw. And that's where we're going to end for the evening. Oh, gross. Fuck. I don't have a good track record with this. I'm scared. This is like the horror part of the module. Like this is this is some grotesque. <laughs> yeah, when you when I'm you think so about the, the the setting that they're in, like you walk into this this thing is just like yeah. I mean, we're basically getting into the underdark a little bit, so this is I love it. I've never yeah. been. Um <laughs> oh, you gotta go in the spring. I hear it's lovely in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> we heard two different stories from two different people. <laughs> um It's always winter. Is there anything that we need to talk about before we wrap up? Any uh beer recommendations or I think we got a review or two. I, I posted oh, some. Should we find a review? I posted some in the, in the Discord. Yeah, I think there have been a couple, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I read Quaddles? <laughs> yes. Yay! Okay. So, it says, Just the freaking best puts on shutter shades. I had started listening to Severed Sun's main campaign when one of my best friends, Claire, aka the Bear Lady, but not that one, <laughs> love you, Quaddle, uh, told me that they were going to be added to the main cast. I binge listened to all of Icewind Dale episodes within a couple weeks. I couldn't wow. stop. Such good RP with distinct and interesting characters and incredible chemistry. I look forward to every new release, and you will too. Thanks so much for a fun D&D actual play podcast. Hashtag Russet Gang. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The Russet, Russet Gang. You them to say Let's that, go, didn't you, Claire? Is that, is that mm-hmm. going to be y'all's? You them to say that. No, I didn't! <laughs> is that your company name, the Russet Gang? Mm, oh, it is now. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we got a, we got a thing where it's like, we're at the very end of, the, of the, uh, the campaign, and someone's like, what do we call you? And we all look and we say, we're called, sh- and then it cuts off, and it's credits. <laughs> yes! We're called the credits. We're called the credits. <laughs> Final they sure are a fantastic four. <laughs> Anything else we need to talk about? It's like some kind of hot tub time machine. Well, let's go ahead and do a wrap up. What's up, everyone? My name is Paul Gary. I've been playing Donar Dracodonian, the Dragon Board Monk. Dragon Board? No, I was not Dragon Board tonight. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Paul Gary. Uh, and you know, if you're having a rough day, just put on something that makes you feel good about yourself and, and do some, some cool things with cool people. Cause that's what I did today. 
I had a rough day at work, and I now I'm not having a rough day hey, anymore. Glad we can help. Yay! <laughs> Folks, thanks for listening. My name is Ross. I've been playing Fang, your Twilight sh- cleric shifter. Um, find me on Twitter at GriffRM. And, uh, you know, my... Uh, my I ordered from Tee Public. Uh, I ordered our own merch, and I got the uh, I got pins today. Um, I got a, a big old campaign button with Severed Sons on it with all the characters, and I am like super stoked about it. I collect pins, and this is like one of the biggest ones I own now. Uh, oh, nice. And nice. Uh, I think we look sexy as hell. So head on over to Tee Public and uh, check out some of the merch that we have because I'm stoked about mine. I, I want to get a, a Ted Johnson for mayor pin. Oh, yeah. We need some yes. candy. Uh, that needs Yo, to be made. that I can do. That's, that's, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, gang. It's Blake playing Bran Sherwood, the old wolf. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Blake Rolls Dice, and we can talk about all kind of fun stuff, like, you know, doing half a century of damage. In one attack. <laughs> it's just kind of what we do now. Yeah. Insane. Hey, welcome seven. to seventh level. Yeah. Uh, what's up? I'm Josh. I have been playing Oak, the Tortle Fighter. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram uh, at JoshAround88. Okay, yeah, it's me. It's me. Uh, <laughs> it's Zach. Uh, playing tracks. Tracks. Trekkis. Uh, my beer tonight was. Trak. Was truth, the truth Imperial IPA uh, by Flying Dog. It's it was delicious. It shall set you free. How does it compare to Ryan Guy's Truth? I know it's weird. It's like the truth and truth. Um, it's a little heavier. It's a little more. It's definitely a little stronger. Sure, sure. I think this is an eight point seven. I think Ryan Guy's Truth is like like a seven something. I don't know, but seven point two. I yeah, think. it's like low seven. So, but I mean, it's good. Um. It's got a creepy, like, it reminds me of, like, the uh, scary all stories of their, it's, like kind stuff of, yeah, is so weird. Flying oh, yeah. Dog stuff is all very, like, kind of creepy art labels. But anyway, yeah, I enjoy Ooh. it. Check it out. Hell yeah. Hi, um, I'm Claire. I've been playing Spitz the Bear Lady, uh, Barbarian Druid Goliath. I don't know what order that's supposed to go in, but it's that today. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at FemSloth. Uh, join me for nonsense on there. Today I tweeted about teeth. Um, and it it's been, it, yeah, it's beginning a lot of interaction. So I want to ask you, why do we have to grow a full set of teeth twice? Claire, it's because, that's weird. It's because our, it's weird. It's because our skulls no. are <laughs> practice teeth. Gonna, you know what I mean. Training teeth. Actually, you know what I mean. It's actually, we already grew them both. <laughs> Uh, oh God. I like to do a, a coffee drink recommendation for the day, so this is one that exists. Uh, it's just a flat white. If you like lattes but are like, man, that's a little too much milk for me, try out a flat white. It's beautiful. Uh, more milk than a cortado, still that nice, nice foam. Like, not too much foam. Uh, the steamed milk in there. Uh, popularized in Australia. Very yummy. I make mine with oat milk because I am lactose intolerant and a little cinnamon <laughs> on top. <laughs> and my name is Ron Murphy, and you can find me on Twitter at Ron88Keys RBDM. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, or uh, you can leave a, a, a rating on Spotify now. So there's oh, lots wow. of places you can yeah. leave ratings for us. Uh, share us with all of your friends. 
follow us on Twitter at Severed Sons DND and our Patreon. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast, DD Beyond, Roll 20, and thank you to Sirenscape, Andre Sitkoff, and to Monument Studios with amazing sound effects and music. Stay frosty! Yeah! Ron, you had the shenanigans sign up, and we said bed. Yes, yeah, 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 totally. If the last two years have taught me anything, other than the fact that I'm never actually going to make sourdough bread at home, it's that human beings thrive in communities of like-minded people. We may not be able to see the people we care about every day, but the internet has ways to bridge the gap. That's why I'm inviting you to join the Severed Sons Discord, where members of our awesome community talk about whatever's on their minds. Anime, video games, art, theater, D&D, of course... And very serious channels, like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find a link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.